Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. Fella. Fella, fella. Special missing curfew here. We, uh, you know, we're recording this through the midst of the Stanley Cup playoffs. You know, so we didn't want to take away the thunder of what the boys are doing out there in the National League. Take away the heat. But, and it's our 100th episode up, dog. And, uh, you know, we talked with you and Maxi and Binger and A-Hall. And, you know, we're going to get Kevin Connolly to come on because we couldn't have done it without Collins. We could have got it going. Princey. Um... I don't know, man. 100 episodes, it's just like, I've been thinking back to the start of like yeah. texting you and being like, up dog, you know, we were playing phone tag in Switzerland and you're like, oh, I always got something to tell you. I thought you were all excited for the pod. And you weren't ready for that fucking that was, tornado. That was a fucking tornado. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I wonder if this is going to throw a wrinkle at him doing a podcast with me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That was your first thought. That was my first I thought. I love it. Like, but you know, wow. you got a good buddy when the first thought is... Well, what the fuck, man? I thought I thought we had something going here. I was like, fuck, he's having a kid. I thought all this work and all this time we talked about the pod after you're done. Yeah, yeah, I'm exactly. like, don't you worry, bud. We'll get around to it. No, it was it was great. And then uh, did you actually think you, because you were a little hesitant at the start, right? You're like, ah, Obes, I don't know. And by the way, I'm going to spark this cigar. Spark right? this we, we got We got the Camus. And Just the don't burn, your, but don't, not the nose before the trip. Don't burn the mm. nose, fella. Hey, not before we uh, not before we head north here. Give me that. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you got a nice light there. By the way, that's nationally hundred episodes up, dog. Hundred episodes, hundred episodes. I do. Uh, I have to say, I do enjoy. Thanks to our friend Micah Chandy, I do enjoy a nice cigar right now. These are awesome, eh? Christina hates it, but I, I, I mean, listen, she hates the smell. She's gonna learn to love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That my ex girl, the beanie, she liked the smell cigar somehow. We got the Camus. We got the dot. We got the cigars going, fella. I feel like fucking Snoop Dogg here, just lighting a big old dude. Uh, shout out to our boy A Hall. He's coming on. Um, real quick on the hundredth episode, folks. We just, you know, me and Uppy were talking about, you know, we wanted you guys to realize that it, how much goes into missing curfew, right? Like this is our hundredth episode. You know, we started off me and you. Remember, remember mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, Uppy, you want to do a? Let's do a playoff pod. This was during the bubble, remember? Yeah, of course. So, and, and then just to cut you yeah, off, I'm sorry, I was probably this today's probably cut off today. Yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. Uh, Especially when you asked me, listen, when you asked me, Obes, like, I always want to do it with you. Yeah, yeah, you know, there's no question. I always want to do. It. I did. I know, like, what timeline? You know, we just we've had guests on that are in the midst of maybe retirement, maybe not. Maybe they want to like go into coaching. Maybe not. Do they want to like be with a team? Maybe not. And and I think my, 
you know, you and I and Loops and all our boys, we sit back and a lot of our stuff we talk about usually chirps the fucking managers <laughs> and like all the bullshit that we've gone through. Totally. And this is a, a way to shine light on the realness of the game and the players, which we love. Mm-hmm. Um, and we love the game of hockey. We love the NHL. It's provided us with this life we have living in Newport Beach, smoking stogies getting to chat with our fans every week. But, you know, to answer your question, I, I knew I wanted to get into this. Building a brand with you was something that, you know, was was awesome. I mean, we learned fucking business. We fucking have our boy Javi design, design our logo. We create the name. We, you know, fuck all the stuff you go into doing for startups. Right? It was yeah, just it was fun. It was great because I remember we were driving up to L.A. to go look at Collie's, to go look at Collie's studio. And you were like, obviously, you know, biz and where we're doing the things with chicklets and they're, you know, they're still the fucking original gangsters of this, this industry. And I saw other people doing it and I'm like, up dog, we got this, bro. Me, you and loops at the start. I was like, if we get loops, you know, it's been us three. We fucking went hard on the ice. No one went harder off the ice. We got this. And you're like, obes, if we don't come out of the gates, we're going to get fucking crushed. And I'm like, no chance. And then the more I thought about it, the more I thought about it, I'm like, fuck up. He's right. Like if we come out of this and. You know, we're not very good, which we fucking weren't at the start. No. But like, and I'll tell you what, nobody more, is. It wasn't as easy as I thought it was yeah, going to be. Maybe like, I PK thought, Subban's the only guy yeah. that can step on the mic for the first time and, and actually sound like he's El Natural. Yeah. You're right. And I knew there'd be hiccups. Mm-hmm. Now, we were in the midst of COVID. We're, you know, we're in August, and you're calling me with a little bit of pressure that you felt from the athletic who talk about pressure their earnings weren't too happy yeah they might they should have stuck with us yeah i don't know if their earnings were really up to par but uh tough business model there they probably should have stuck with us um we pitched we did one episode me you and hazy with them over zoom i was in my fucking i was upstairs third floor in the house you were in your bedroom doing your thing and and hazy was he was in the corner of his basement (laughs) and uh I'd they said it. Well, what did they say? I know what I know what they, they said. What said did they say? Yeah, they said it's too similar to chicklets. Yeah, which I guess maybe it probably is right. And when and when we first started, and this is no disrespect to Biz or Wynn, no, because no, no, not and Grinelli and and Ra, and they're doing their thing. I mean, like I said, they're the original gangsters of this. Without them, we probably don't start a podcast. And every other fucking guy that's doing it now, but like. I thought we were different. I'm like, we're not, you know, me and Uppy and, and Hazy was our East Coast guy that I thought could come in and bring that East Coast flair. But I'm like, me and the Updog have been boys for years. We played, we trained together. We lived together. We partied together. Like, we're, it's going to be more of a locker room feel than chicklets. And I said that to the guy at the Athletic. And he didn't feel it. So we said to Collins and Collins was just starting APM. He's like, I'm in. But honestly, when we started doing it, when people started saying, oh, it's the same as chicklets, I'm like, it rattled me a bit up. So I'm like, yeah. fuck, man, we're trying to, just because we know Biz and Wit. We're trying to be different. We live in fucking LA. I, they live in Boston. Like, what the fuck do you mean we're the same as chicklets? A hundred percent. And you know what? I think you felt the pressure because you had fucking, you sucked it up with these guys from The Athletic for a couple it was years. so bad. Two one years? Year, one, one year. One year. One year, then they fired us. Well, well, good, I wanted but, to fire myself. But you did, you know, you, you were on the pod. You didn't get to lead. You're a great leader. Um, you didn't get to lead. You fucking had to bring in all the guests. And even, I know your calls to the guests, like, hey, you got to come on, like, it's not perfect because it's it's me leading the charge here, but you know I don't know so much about the chemistry I have with my partner, yeah. and no disrespect to you. Oh, boy. Josh, Co- uh, no. Josh Cooper, good, good, yeah. good kid, great good writer, kid. but not but, a great podcaster. Yeah, and, and you're just getting your feet wet with it. So I knew that you, you know, you, you had the ambition to to pursue something that was your own, and and uh, when without you, I probably wouldn't have done anything. Like I, I wouldn't have led the charge for the pod, and and I I always said to you like, hey, you know. I'm down. Yeah, yeah. 
I think we got the name. You know, I you had came the name. up with the name. Yeah, I came up with the name. Just I'm like, oh, we need a fuck. sick name for our podcast. You're like, right off the top, you're like, Mr. Curfew. I'm like, <laughs> fucking right. So let me text Colin. Colin's like, love it. And then boom, it was missing curfew. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, so many people that when we first started and still doing it, they're like. You know, for example, Dallas Akins or I don't know. I saw Kelly Chase or like veteran guys are like missing. My my, uh, Mike Yo, I text one time too. I was in, fuck was I? No, I just had got home from Switzerland. But I told him like, uh, I'm like, fuck, we're starting the podcast, me and Obes. Because he was asking how I was doing small coach, right? And he's like, like, we're calling it missing curfew. And he just, perfect name. Yeah, it was Um, perfect. Perfect name. So, you know what? The the first, uh, the first couple weeks, yeah, like hilarious i can't wait to dive at the start it was like and it's still fun now don't get me i I mean i tell you a lot of times two of my favorite hours a week are having are sitting with in the studio with you because you know you're busy with you have a beautiful daughter you have another one on the way you know i'm I'm doing my thing with this and nhl and trying to do other stuff and you know we don't see each other like we used to it's just a fact right and i knew that day would come eventually and don't see loops like i used to you know so the two hours of sitting in here with you it's a highlight of my week but at the start we were fucking drinking three bottles of wine, every, jumping in the sprinter van, show, getting yeah, yeah. shit-faced, coming home. I was dating Beanie at the time. Obviously, you were with Christina, and we were coming home shit-faced Tuesday at 3 o'clock. Yeah. Like, it was more of, you know, now it feels to me like a job, and it's our brand and our company. And Izzy was just born, too. Yeah. Right after our first show, Izzy was born. Yeah. Which is so wild, because she's almost two. Um, you know, she'll be two in August. It's just, it's crazy how time goes and how things evolve and how the show has got to be, you know, this traveling, fun, interactive, great guests, just, yeah, and, and we laugh, but I think our first 25 minutes of every show is, yeah, we could put it up there against anybody. <laughs> yeah, the intro is my favorite part. I always look over at fucking Binger in the back whenever we say <laughs> something really dumb because he's fucking always cracking He's up. loving but, it. But yeah, no, it's been... And we've it's tried. Been a, it's been a, a a journey, ups, downs, fucking all arounds. There's been some battles between me and you. Yeah, there has to be. There's been a um, couple hangups. You hung up with me a couple times <laughs> saying, fuck you, Obes. A couple times where I was getting in your grill. Like, I mean, it turned into like, I just think what you were right about is I'm like, fuck up. How hard is it going to be? Me and you are going to sit down. We're going to talk hockey every week, right? That's all I thought. And you always were like, Obes, like, it's going to be, you know, you got to take care of you know, the lawyer side of it. And you got to make sure the merchandise and you got to have this covered. You got to have this covered. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah, like, in, you know, there was more for, to it. Like, I don't think people yeah, totally. out there, and this is why we wanted to do it this way. Like when you start doing it and, you know, Chicklets is great. They had Barstool back at them. And, totally. and like, we, we, it was me and you. And we're like, all right, here we go. And we've built it from, from nothing to a decent little thing now. Yeah. And it's just, I didn't realize how much, you know, other yeah. it goes into it. No, you're right. Yeah. And, you're right because if you do put things into full spectrum and buckets and Al Hall is a great example of teaching, uh, you know, teaching us a little bit about business and a little bit about creating content, creating a brand and how along with the brand and along with what you put out there, it's not just the way we speak. It's not just, you know, the image we have. It's now it's collecting all these different things that can, can, you know, evolve the brand into what it is. Yeah. And, and I, I understood that. Um, I understood that early and I wanted to be great at it all. I, I knew we would have hiccups. I knew we wouldn't be good at most things, but I'm like, you know, I, I don't want to half-ass it. I want to be, I want 
people to kind of go fuck no, these, yeah. these guys. And that was your biggest concern going in. You're like, oh, I'm sorry, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. I'm like, yeah. Uppy, let's fucking do it. But I did put a lot in you because I, I said, like, listen, you, this is what I'm going to need from you if, if we're going to do this is like, you need to curate the show. Do we need someone to kind of give us stuff to talk about every week? And then you had your role with NHL Serious Radio, which yeah. helped us tremendously. Fucking Cooley. Thanks for Cooley, fucking. Yeah. Shout out to Cooley. Yeah, but, yeah. I've but learned you, so much from Cooley. Yeah, and, and you've had the time. Like, if you had kids and I had kids, would we be able to watch as much hockey collectively together no. and know no, everything no. and yeah, stay yeah. in touch with the guys that we have? Like, yeah. no, you, you have to, like, it's got to be that zings, you know, no, I had, ying and yang. I, I had my two nephews, and that week is probably by far the week that I watched the least amount of hockey. Yeah. Right? Fuck. It's, it's a good mix because I'm a single guy, right? I, 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 you know, I go home, I watch the games. Like you said, shout out to Cooley and SiriusXM. It made me watch even more. If I didn't work for SiriusXM, I wouldn't watch as much as I do because yeah. you can't miss a game with Cools. Of course. Like of course. we could still do our podcast and yeah. have our notes, but it helps that I'm watching. You know. Too, yeah, but too but you took so when we talk about roles and in, in every sort of venture, you need to have have roles set and. You know, I think from the beginning, I, I I laid it out, and I'm like, this will work, Obes, if you can fucking bring the show, and just let me come in, and you, I can vibe off off the things you have to talk about, and to our listeners, like, I get note pop ups on my phone <laughs> fucking every day, sometimes three in the morning, sometimes fucking <laughs> seven thirty a.m. when Obi gets up for a little coffee and a walk, and it's fucking it's updated notes for the show. And that's kind of how we work. Yeah. Obi fucking hits the notes and boom, boom, boom. And I'll see him pop up as the letters go across and I'll add and I'll, I'll say, fuck some, some weeks I don't look at it. Some weeks I, I rely on our boy Princey to fucking, and he hits, he hits us with good quality notes For sure. too. Princey has been a big part of the team. And, uh, he's been our hardest free agent, but he's hardest been, free agent, Princey. Eh? He's been our, he's, we're going to bring him on here and tell him that he's been our hardest free agent. Yeah. Fucking uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he's he's locked up now, though. Yeah. He's locked up. He's so locked he's up. Good. He's good. But uh, and then obviously our boy, you know, Broadway. Um, you know, he was fucking just. He was hitting a stride, like he was hitting a stride, and you know, I thought he was getting so good at it, and he loved it so much. And then, you know, obviously everyone knows we lost him, and then that turning point up, dog. I was like, I didn't know if I had it in me, man. I was like, fuck it, right ever. Like it's yeah. just whatever. We had a good year. You know, we lost Hazy. I mean, it hit me hard. I was just like, I don't know if we can do it. And then we kind of regrouped, right? We regrouped. And Took a I'm while. glad we kept it going because, you know, obviously A. Hall and Hall Pass did this for us. And we'd rather have them sitting here than this. But I yeah. feel like every time we have our NHL segment and I look at, you know, I see it, you know, through the teleprompter, I see Hazy's face there. And I see our podcast clips. I see Hazy's face there. Like, as long as we keep this going, I'm not saying he would be forgotten. You know, either way, but we're we're keeping we're keeping Broadway going, kind of thing. I feel like a lot of days. Yeah, no, you said this just earlier when you mentioned like, you know, we don't see Loops that often. Loops is doing his thing, and when you leave the game of hockey, you don't you don't get to like be around your buddies and your favorite teammates yeah. and and the guys you you felt close with and who know a lot about you, right? And when we brought in Hazy, um, and when Hazy was our guy from the East Coast that jumped in and made us laugh and made our listeners laugh and and you know, just being the dad and the the brother and the and the husband that he is, um, you know, he he provided us with like a he provided us with this fucking angle of <laughs> you know this the the, the tripod. Mm -hmm. He and and he was he was 
his notes and, and Kristen kept his notes, but his notes were so detailed and hilarious. And he put in a lot of work to what he was doing. And when you say he was just hitting a stride, like the parlay cafe, he was over. <laughs> he went over for fucking two, three months. I love that. He just like, he just took it on the chin too. Right? He took it in the, and he loved it. And loved it, it, but it was his thing that, you know, we always wanted to say like, Oh, you know, boys, we're doing this. And let's see where it goes. We don't know where it's going. Yeah. We don't know what we're doing. We'd like to say that we're going to try to do everything great. And at the end of the day, it's going to just figure itself out. And it'll all make us realize the time we spend, it's worthwhile. Hopefully, we build it and make some money. And it all fucking makes sense. We stay in the game of hockey, talking and doing things we love. He always wanted to like, he's like, boys, can I, can I throw some more money or can I throw some money? In? Yeah. Like, I'm like, Hazy, we're losing money. <laughs> like, well, we're like, well, when we get going here, like we were meeting up here in the red, like, you know, it is what it is. We don't need your money right now. Just keep doing what you're, th- what you're doing. Help us build the brand. And once we start making money, yeah, then we'll, but he was such a team guy that he wanted to like. We're like, dude, we're fine. Like, we, yeah. we, don't, we don't want you to lose any money. You, you're doing it from your basement in, in Boston. You know, we're out here trying to build it, but you're part of it. Yeah. And he was such a big part of it. And, like, the thing about Hazy and, and Broadway Scoopsy is the impressions that he made on Action Park Media, you know, yeah. Kevin Conley. Like, when, when Broadway passed away, it hit cons hard. Max, Binger, A-Hall, Princey out here. Yeah. They never even met Broadway. Think about Crazy. like that. Like, he made that much of an impression on these people through Zoom calls, yeah. through emails, through meetings in the fucking war room, the, yeah. huddle, the huddle up that you love to I huddle love up the huddle. on the balls. But like he made that impression, and he made that impression on me. Yeah. When I played 10 games, I hung out with him for a month. I'm like, this kid, there's something special about yeah. Scoopsy. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so it was a tough blow to the team. Uh, Kristen, uh, I did reach out to Kristen to see if she wanted to come on uh, for our 100th episode. She said yes at the start. Um, I said, listen, no pressure either way. Yeah, so, yeah, I, yeah. Kristen... Totally. We we love you. Um, the eleven fun has, has been a great for for Scoopsy and um, obviously Kevin Hayes up for the Masterton, which is great for Kevin. Um, so Broadway, we love you, fella. And uh, yeah, yeah, we'll always have ties yeah. to we'll always have ties to the to the Hayes family. And um, Scoopsy's always be our third man. Yeah, we got him right here. Oh yeah, um, we're gonna bring some of the boys on here. We're gonna we're gonna bring Captain yeah. Collins on. So I mean, obviously, you know, nobody really understood what went down with Collins and. Um, you know, it was a tough situation. We, we talked about it at the time-ups when, when, when we made the move to Hall Pass Media right here in our backyard, and obviously couldn't be a better move for us. And um, we've built the team here at Hall Pass Media, but I wanted to reach out to Cons, or we wanted to reach out to Cons, sorry, and get him to come on. So he's going to come on here. And- yeah, I'm excited. I haven't spoke a word, like, to her. I haven't talked to Cons <laughs> since the last fucking time we sat in his office. Yeah, and so- I, I mean, it's, no, it's a probably bitter love. I love cons. I love nothing more than sitting around that round table at fucking Action Park Media having two bottles of unopened wine yeah. and then whatever kind of beers he had in his fridge. And cons, I probably owe you a couple 48 packs because I, I was the one crushing the cons. You were crushing that. beers in there. Um, but the round tables, having Nora there, she would be editing. Yeah, yeah. Right? And like we had we had chemistry. Yeah. And then we're going to dive into it, but we didn't, we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. We didn't know... And in our defense, in our defense, and maybe his defense or everyone's defense, he was just starting out at APM, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think Cons obviously is a better, you know, business guy and a guy running APM, and we're a better missing curfew than we were then, right? We were just starting out. He was just opened up Action Park Media. He was dealing with Bob Menery and dealing with some other stuff, and we were just trying to get our, you know, you were doing the business side of it, getting us, you know, legit. 
And it was just like, but it, man, it sucked. Like cons, I didn't talk to cons forever. Like I know. the last thing I said to him was like, basically give me my fucking shows back or I'll drive up to Doheny and fucking knock you out. <laughs> and then he blocked me on Twitter. He blocked my, you know, text messaging and I didn't really talk to him a whole lot. And then Broadway passed away and, yeah, and, and he reached out there yeah. and, yeah. you know, we've, we've rebuilt the friendship a, a little bit. Man, I look at this as there should be no hard feelings in, in this whatsoever. It wouldn't have worked, Obi, us once COVID, and this was shortly thereafter. But once that fucking 405 freeway opened up, there's no chance we could have ever gone up to that no. studio again, right? Sorry, he's just texting me right Is now. Is he texting you? Does he want to come on? He's coming. He's like, yeah. up here. There would have been no way we could have made this work. And we wanted to be a studio show. We didn't want to sit in our basements and do this. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And And I think... It all just kind of fell at one moment where we're like, you know, there's now there's a contract in place. This is the contract. If we lock ourselves in, like, how do we make this logistically work? We're, we're going to have to, like, I have a baby. I can't fucking drive up, you that, know. That's where we dropped the ball. We dropped yeah. the ball right away. We should have been like, yo, cons, listen, we love you, bro. We're going to start doing this with you here. But once COVID ends, you know, there's no way we could come up and drive up the 405. Unless you want to move Action Park Media to yeah, Newport. right? Like, and we never really had that conversation with him. Yeah. Like, you know, we'll see what he says. But, like, you know, we threw him the trailer. He did it. He put it out. And I want to talk like to this. Like, he did a lot for us. For sure. And, like, I remember our first show, he texts me back. He goes, or he calls me, he goes, fellas are doing downloads. Fellas are doing downloads. <laughs> I'm like, are people listening? He's like, people are listening. And then it's just like, you know, before we knew it ups, it was just like, all right, now we're in it. Now we don't have anything really, we don't know what we're doing. We don't know, yeah. you know, and it was just. Yeah. And, and I guess I would just, I would mention this to cons. Okay. Like knowing that, knowing what we know now about the podcast world and about statistics and how to see your shows. And, you know, I started to learn that as we went on with cons and he opened up his books to see it's because I wanted to talk to like our sponsors. I wanted to find out, you know, when we brought good life in, you know, and good life all of a sudden sponsored the Sean Avery podcast and did a few other things for action park media. And I was like, you know, how do I, how do I bring more, more sponsors to this? Cause yeah, that's yeah. what I want to build. I want to build relationships with our sponsors. Right. So, and he was open with it. He's like, well, this is the deal. I have a partnership and you should, you know, we need to get you in touch with them so you can talk to them. And that's how it all works. And I'm like, fuck, I kind of just want to like, you felt like you're a little handcuffed. Didn't yeah, you? I kind of want to just, <laughs> I kind of want to do these I'm a deals. Peacock, Captain, you gotta let me fly. Come on. <laughs> I kind of wanted to do yeah. the deals and, oh, and have these relationships. Cause there were some brands that wanted to be part of this. And, and so I wanted to learn about the business. And now that we, you know, two years in and the, the amount I learned, it's a lot for uh, a group like action park media to handle five, six, 10 podcasts and, 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 and deal with it all. Right. And, and I guess that would be my message to cons was like, you know, what he's built is, in, is incredible. And what we were doing starting off, we wanted to, you know, yeah, I, I would have loved to kept Kevin as a, as a guy on our podcast. It would have been awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He was great. The beef I have with him about it. I'm going to tell him is like, I bro, I asked you to do the pod with us. You're like, ah, I'm not going to talk. And then we sit down and we're like starting the podcast and we don't know what we're doing. Hazy's fucking thing. He has more fun talking yeah. about hockey than Hazy, anything. Hazy's things are like, yeah, Hazy's like, can you hear me, boys? Can you hear me, boys? Can you hear me? <laughs> and then all of a sudden we shoot the shit and it's like, you know, you hear cons. Oh, what's up, boys? I'm like, I don't know if you remember. It's a long time ago. But I looked at you kind of like, is he going to talk on? He's talking. Like we got in the car after like, is he going to talk on every pod? Yeah, I remember. And then he did and he, and he made it great. But like, we didn't expect that, right? And before we knew it, he was part of Missing Curfew. 
and and we didn't have any deals and me and you hadn't seen you know whatever any cash or anything and it just like it snowballed onto us to the point where we were like fuck like that's we how were, I yeah we were spending 500 bucks a day to go down in the sprinter van you had to cut me off on sprinter vans you're huh? like oh we got <laughs> we're done the sprinter we got to drive drunk <laughs> that was like, no, we oh, you, you drive this tuesday i'll drive next tuesday so um yeah, let's bring him in. Let's bring him in. Yeah. Studio says, let's see what Captain Cons got to say. Captain Cons. Fala up dog. Hundredth um, episode. We were just talking about Captain Cons. Um, you know, we thought we we needed to have him on. Missing curfew wouldn't have been without him. So there he is, the captain, the Captain, captain Cons. Cons. Hey, you haven't aged a day since I seen you last time. I mean, I know you moisturized. I've been to your house. I see the machines, bro. Listen. Got to wash your face every night and moisturize before you go to bed. No matter what, especially if you're smoking cigars like you guys. Yeah, sure, on, it fellas. gets in the pores, yeah, especially if you're sweating during a session. Yeah, yeah it's not you perfect. Gotta, you got to. You got to. Ah. Yeah. Cons, <laughs> hey, buddy, I got to tell you, it's nice to see that face. I haven't seen it in a while. You know, and it feels like it's in person. This is actually taking me back. Yeah. I mean, this is uh, te- technology's come a long way. Right. And we're going to we're going to send you the audio and the better video clip than this. We're shooting actually uh, shooting real video. So we'll fire that over to you guys. You look and, a little um, you look a little larger than than in real life. We got you on the 75 inch. Nice little uh, three, exactly. seven K, seven K running back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got to ask you a question as a friend, one Irish bit to another. How is uh, how is fatherhood? Beautiful Kennedy. Listen, bro, I got to be honest. When I met you, I thought, yeah, this guy, he talks about having kids. He's not going to have kids. He's going to be doing his thing. He's going to be doing his thing until he's, you know, whatever. He looks like he looks 30. He looks 20. How is it? It's amazing. It's amazing. But I, I, I do tell I, I do tell my friends, it is the young man's game, as I'm going to tell you. Man. It's like crawling around on the floor, chasing this kid on my knees at 48. You know, I mean, it's uh, it's it, it doesn't get any easier. That's for sure. But um. You know, she turns a year old actually this weekend. We're going back to Long Island for that for baptism, christening, and Kennedy's going to meet the whole family. So it's been great. Um, but listen, those first couple months are tough. Anybody that <laughs> tells are. any difference, lying. They're, they're they're lying are. To you. are you done at one cons? What do you think? You know, I don't know. It's it's a good question. I, I, it's a question it's a you question. need to ask everyone who has one kid, right? Because I, yeah. I I got another one coming in three four months, and I, then things I, are going to get. I heard that things right. are going to get real crazy real right. quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I got I'm guessing bo- the second it's easier around the second time because I guess maybe you know what to expect to a certain extent, but I had no idea what to expect except I had to perform an exorcism in the guest room, <laughs> which you guys have spent uh, lots of nights in out there. Out there. <laughs> oh, no, not that room. I, I, was often, I, was, I, I often think, how is that guest room doing? I, I guess it's not the same as it once was. Because eh? no, that, that room was good out, to me. That room was good to me. It, it was, it's got a different look to it. Let's put it that way these days. It's got a does, different hey, look does, to does, it. The, does the air condition still hum, though? Does the air condition? She, 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 when she wants it, she get, gets cranking in there. Gets cranking in there. Summer's around the corner. She's going to need it. I don't know if Kennedy's but, sweating as much as you were in that room. But, <laughs> but it, you know, it, it, it really was funny. I, honestly, I was like saging the place. I mean, we literally, you know, brought in a, you know, a, a nuclear team to clean out to clean out that, that guest room before we turned it into the nursery. So. The hazmat, the hazmat um, suits on it. Just yeah, out. oh man, it was a two week process. We had the mold. We brought in the guys in hazmat suits for four days. Cons, man, we appreciate you taking time. Um, you know, obviously we go back a long way, and uh, me and Updog, you know, we we truly couldn't have started this podcast without you, fella. And um, 
you know, what were your first thoughts? I remember we did the, the pilot with The Athletic and, you know, they were dragging their heels and I, I, I you had just opened up Action Park Media and I'm like, yo, fella, like, take a look, at, take a listen. Right. You heard it right. and then boom, it just kind of happened, huh? Well, first of all, it's crazy to think that it's 100, 100 episodes. It just goes to show you how fast time flies by. Um, but to me, well, Shane, we talked a little bit about it last night. And this is not to take any shots at anybody, but remember your first podcast before missing curfew? Shane? Oh, oh, we just, we just, Kev, we just I, talked about I, I had to bring it up. To, yeah, I had yeah. to bring it up, Captain, to him because yeah, I was, was like, awful. you know, you gave the athletic a lot. <laughs> like it was a tough pod. And, and, oh. and you learn about doing a podcast when you of go through it. Of course. Years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just, I just, I remember the first time I listened to it, I'm like, you know, Shane's uh, uh, partner is the sports guy. Nice guy. Great guy. Nice guy. Real nice guy. But like I said, yo, Shane, tell him he can't record his end of that under the freeway or whatever he was doing it. And he says, oh, my wife, uh, the baby's asleep. So my wife makes me go out in the backyard. I'm like, yo, you're the producer of the podcast. You got to find a room where you're allowed to record indoors. I'm like, I'd rather um, go, I'm like, I'd rather go to a Starbucks, baby. Just do it in there. <laughs> even, like, they got the free Wi-Fi. Give us anything, bro. Like. No, what, what was, was it? Was it, um, he lived on the beach or something. <laughs> I know, yeah, he lived. It sounded like a tornado ripping through his backyard. Yeah, well, it was bad. I remember, I don't know if you remember this, but we sat at your, your old studio and at, the, at your little war room table there, we used to love to sit with you after drink scotch. And you're like, oh, let's listen to this. Let's listen to your podcast. And I listened to it with you and I sounded so bad and I was so fast. I'm like, Cons, turn it off. And he's like, no, no, bro, let's listen to it. Listen to it. And we listened, not the whole thing because we couldn't do that, but that helped with my timing. And, and you always said to me, and this is what I said to Ups, it's about reps. Like you got to right. get your reps in. You got to get your reps in. Yeah. So it was a little Yeah. And, and you know, the, the, I remember Shane, the one thing I, I had to remind you of is that I think because you guys grew up being interviewed, right? So I'm saying to Shane, like, Shane, you got to be, it's your show. Don't be interviewed on your own show. You yeah. do the interview, yeah. right? I think that was the biggest transition that I've seen. And to watch, you guys have come such a long way. Um, and, you know, it's, it's funny because we were, we were doing something where we were, we were talking about uh, on, on the Kevco podcast. We, we ended up not airing the episode, by the way. This, this, is how, this is how dicey it got. We wanted to do a, a clip on, on Ed Reeds, right? Because... Not everybody flies through Ed Reeds, right? I mean, and, and, you know, we had a couple of doozies from Doug who was like threatening to kill everybody. I mean, it was just, but but we came across one of your guys' first Ed Reeds and it is fucking hilarious. So much to the point that I'm like, I can't air this. It's gonna, it's gonna feel like, it's gonna feel like a shock. It's gonna feel like a shock, but it's so funny. But I'm going, we're going back through the thing and it's like, you know, these, these things kind of sneak up on you because you're not expecting it, but it's like clicking on the video and then, and then like Broadway pops up and it's, and it's, you know, you guys are just getting started and it was, you know, he was remote and it was the zoom and everybody's trying to figure out how to use the equipment. And, um, yeah, when you're not expecting, uh, something like that to pop up and then you watch it, it was like, honestly, the hair on the back of my neck was standing up. It was so, uh, you know, it was, it was, it was, uh, I, I know it's been a, a tough go for you guys. And, and again, you know, I'll tell you how sorry I am. It's just, you know, it's just an awful thing. It's just, you know, yeah. I don't know. I think about him often. Yeah. I'll send you these clips. I'll send you guys these clips because it really is pretty funny. And, and to see how, how far he had even come 
just all of you guys. And, and, and now you just do it with su- such ease. But like you said, you know, it's reps, right? Yeah. It's reps. But this every. I wish Here's we could, I wish we could see it, Cons. I wish <laughs> well, we could. I'll, I'll send, I'll He's send, send it, send it to you guys. Okay, good. I wish I'll it was popped up right here so we could just laugh at it right now. <laughs> right. Because the, the other thing was like, I was like trying to make it. I'm like, how, how could this not do this? So this doesn't sound like I'm taking a shot at you guys. Because that's what I'm thinking. You can so always take a what, shot at us. We just edited it down so bad that it, it, it's like, that's not the funny part about it is how, how, how rough it was. <laughs> we almost made it sound like you guys knew what you were doing right out of the gate. Yeah, I want the, I want the, the raw footage. I want the raw sound cards. Cause I, I, lo- I, I love you. Just look back and be like, you can cut that. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't think that's <laughs> well, cuttable. Hey, 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 hey by the way, we would do the ad reads at the end. So, and we were half to, we were half tuned right. up. We were half tuned right. up. I would drink a half a bottle right. of scotch and up dog would drink, 10 beers and like, Hey, do this ad read. We're like, okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah, no. But, and the other thing that we always laughed about was how you guys were so um, supportive of each other and the, and, and you're stumbling through the, no, you're doing great. Oops. <laughs> you're going to be like, yo, but no, Bobby, you were like, you got this buddy. You just, just slow down. You got this. That was great. It was, I mean, we were dying laughing at, at some of that early stuff. Cause you know, again, it's reps, right? And you have to know how to make a conversation. <laughs> you're like, or maybe whatever, it was candidates or whatever. And you're like, uh, hey, uh, nothing like popping in a lip boomer. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then Scott, you're like, no, 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 no. You say you're <laughs> or you're editing, you're like, no, no, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tee you up. I'm gonna say, how about a lip boomer? And you're gonna say, anytime's good for a lip boomer, up dog. Like you guys are giving each other line readings. It's fucking bananas. It's bananas. Oh, I love it. Uh, you know, but um, it, it was great to be a part of the uh, early launch of the show. I was talking to Shane last night, and I said to Shane, we get on tomorrow. I, I want credit for one thing, and I want credit for Rick Raleigh. I handed you Rick Rowley. Yeah, you did. You fucking <laughs> right. You did. You handed us Rick Rowley. You're like, boys, boys. You're like, bro, there's a guy up in Canada. You see this guy? You see this guy, Rick Rowley, bro? He's hilarious. He's just ripping yeah. guys around the league. Can you can you roast he, you boys? He would roast, he would roast fan bases. That's For how sure. I see him. I'm like, this fucking guy's awesome. Um, but he's you guys do you have you met Rick Rick uh uh no, yet? dude he, he actually fucking he actually DM'd me last night. He was I like just offered him to come up like, to Canada. I, I was him. talking, yeah, yeah. I was talking to Cons. I'm like, funny you bring up Rick Rowley. He just asked me if he could come out here and watch hockey with me and the updog out in California. And I'm like, fella, I love you, but hey, you're not staying in my you're not staying in my spare room. Like, I don't even know you. Like, you can fucking but be weird. Yeah, no, I don't think I don't think he goes makes the jump right to the guest room. He's yeah. not staying at the Bubble Bay Club. Hey, cons. <laughs> when we had him on the show here last, Obi, in this studio, he fucking told a story about his stand up where he. <laughs> He's like, I guess you know you're funny when the people in the crowd start fucking. Yeah, yeah, when yeah, when two- you look out there and there's two people fucking each other, like I, I haven't laughed <laughs> on air harder, nat- like a full on belly laugh. Yeah, I've just- seen his clips. He's the he's the he's the real deal. Oh, I've seen his clips. He's great. He's great. And what about yo? The other ones, do you know Nick Alberga? Do you know this guy? Have Dude, you met the him? Golden Muzzy? I did. I did. The, Do I you did, know the Muzz? I did the Golden Muzzies. We did a show in Vegas at the All Star Game. Uh, great kid. He's great on Twitter. He's hilarious on Twitter, and uh, yeah. you know he's trying to get his foot in the door. It's hard, right? There's just a lot of a lot of money for him up there. He's saying, but he's great. Right. Right. Yeah. No. He's he's relentless. He, he, he and I would torture each other on Twitter, and then finally we started DMing like, "Hey, man, are we friends?" <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, uh, but he was like just like railing against the Islanders on a daily basis. I'm like, "Who is this guy?" He's like, 
every tweet was like 90% of his tweets were anti-Islander tweets. I'm like, what's your problem with the Islanders? He's like, I don't know. It just gets, seems to get people really upset. So I like, <laughs> but he's a cool dude too. The Muzz. The Muzz, Muzz. He's great on Twitter. So Colin- and he, he drunk FaceTimes me. Why? Like, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, bro, we don't really know each other. Yeah. You're going to the FaceTime? Come on. Didn't you, you didn't you about? didn't you do a lot? Did you a lot FaceTime with Rick Rowley or a live? Didn't you do something with Rick Rowley? I saw something you know, he posted. I, 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 I he had must a, have had a couple had, in you. I had, I had Johnny Blue going. <laughs> yeah. I had Johnny Blue going. And I'm not honestly, I've done Instagram live two times. I think it's absurd. But I don't know what, yeah, I guess the something happened that night. I was like sitting yeah. there and um and people are asking to join. I, I don't even know how to do it. And I said request to join and I popped them on and this giant head popped up on the on, <laughs> But yeah, I did. I threw uh, Rick into the into the live. He, he's got all his 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 like 1990 Doug Gilmore, Matt Sundin cards behind his head. He's got his bedrooms yeah. a full spectacle of oh. Toronto Maple Leafs. I don't even know where he lives in the city, but it's, he's got to be just living in a shoebox somewhere. Like, <laughs> it's not cheap there in Toronto for, for oh, right he's, now, not in the, he's not. He's not in the penthouse, bro. He's not, he's not in the penthouse. He's not Red Lupo's old pad over in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what, fellas? What's going on with the Leafs? What what happens? What gets? Oh man. I mean, it's been the talk here the last couple of I weeks. I honestly we, thought they were going to win game seven cons. I really thought they were going to. And the fact that they didn't, and, you know, I may not be talked about it, you know, this week on the pod, you know, when Sheldon Keefe said in the handshake line, I feel like we got more respect than ever. No, bro, you're out. There's no more respect. Right. When I shake your hand after I beat you, you're out. Yeah, See, you, I don't You I don't played feel right. seven more games yeah. than, say, the, you know, New Jersey Devils. Yeah. That's that's right. That's, exactly. right. And, yeah. and that's an unfortunate way to think about it, but I guess it's true. But I will say this: for all of their last the last few years, I mean, they just got beat. Tampa's a buzzsaw. Yeah, they're Tampa's just a buzzsaw, buddy. They're just like they're just championship DNA, man. Like they just, they're just they, battle they, they tested. Battle. They're just, they all love each other. They all drink right. together. Their coach, John Cooper. I know. I, right. I think I actually might have talked to you, I, dude. This guy's the greatest guy on the planet. I know. I know. I, I know. You got a problem with Coop, but he's got the greatest guy I, on the planet. Yeah, I, I was just breaking his balls on Twitter. When you said that last night, you're like, oh, I'm like, listen, I remember I, I when he. Yeah, yeah. I remember Collins when you came up with that. He's beef. like, what's yeah. something about? Something about it. He's a little smug. I don't know. Okay, listen, it's working for him, right? You would. You, hey, listen, um, you would love to play for this guy. You would love to play for him. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, See if I, he's. Uh, Hey, well, he's hey, listen, right I now. said I said this. So when when Matthews scored his fiftieth, cons they dumped water on Austin Matthews. When Stamkos broke Marty St. Louis' record for all time points for Tampa Bay Lightning, the whole Lightning team dumped beers on him. And I was like, that's a team, in my opinion. Now, granted, I'm Irish. That's a team I think you could win with when guys are dumping beers on each other. Water, right. come on, man, come on. Right, right. So, oh, and I I was thinking about you guys. Uh, well, it's a two part thing with the iPad. Cause I was watching something. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it was Nick David. Somebody awesome was looking at the iPad, and I was like, "Ooh, what if the no. hey, fellas what over a- missing curve? You've seen it, but that Kreider thing was oh, that real, buddy? I went from that we- was as real as I've ever seen. I like went a from hockey, not liking Chris Kreider. Yeah. I went from not liking Chris Kreider to him throwing that iPad in Game Six to now. I still don't love his goatee. But to one of my favorite players, well, I love him now. Like that's what I would have done. Fuck the iPad, man. We're playing playoff hockey. Right. Like get that iPad out of my face. If we don't have this figured out hey, by now, right? One of Upshaw's classic missing curfew lines in our hundred episode is we're at 8 p.m. and I go, Up dog, what do you think about the iPad? He goes, The iPad is for watching movies, checking news, and watching porn. And not in that order. It was <laughs> and in any order. And in any yeah. order. It was one of the all-time classic upshaw lines on our social. I'm like, that's up being a nutshell right there. So uh, Yeah. No, some of those uh, and one day, you know, maybe we'll go back over it, but the uh 
the unaired Teddy Purcell episode. I was going to ask. I was going to ask you about that. Fucking. Ma- I, I just can't. I just couldn't even release that audio. I mean, it needs to just go up. It, it, it doesn't even belong in the cloud. Do you have? Do you still, shit show. That was a big, a big win. Uh, it's some. It's somewhere. It was just bad luck for all of us, bro. Big win for all the Islanders after that cool. pod, though. That was a good pod. A good luck pod. That was, a, that was a, a, they had a good run. They played a, played a uh, you know a lot of hockey, which is what's been really impressive about Tampa. They played a lot of hockey over the last few years, right? Yeah. At, some, at a certain point, you know. Um, but yeah, it was a good run for the Islanders. I don't know what thing is with trots or whatever. Do you guys have any uh, insight or thoughts on that? Come on, I know you know. I, I mean, no. Listen, I, I agree with what you said to me after we were texting. Like, I thought maybe the young guys, Barzell and the boys, were like. Listen, like I want to play a little freer hockey here, yeah, but right. then they then they hired you know Lambert. I'm like, he's got a timeline. Lambert's yeah. Lambert's uh, Trotsy's like disciple too, right? So he will carry on most of that uh, that style of hockey tradition. But I think Trotsy just needs a, a change of pace. It's probably talked about internally, and he was probably like he's probably okay to step away. Yeah. Maybe jump into something else. He's I don't know. Winnipeg. He's coached a you lot. Heard, of you fuck. heard it here first. He's going to win. He's coached a lot of fucking. Yeah. Games. Like, yeah, I didn't hear it there first. I, I saw that on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I thought I could slide not, one. I thought I could slide one by you, Cons. You did not did break that did, one, bro. Did you did text, not break that did one. Did you text um, But yeah, dude, we had some. We had some. The Johnny Blue. I mean, the, endless. Yeah, the Johnny endless. Blue was flying. Cons, I I, I, oh, do, I do miss. And what I learned the most about coming into Action Park Media was was the the camaraderie, the team atmosphere. I love to huddle around the table in the morning. Fucking coffee, right. little Keurig. You get the coffee. You, have the, the, you got notepads. You got a million pens out there to create the ideas. Make a sure lot you know, pens. A lot of pens. Stapler. You got to have this stapler. And then, and then to, to your, what you're great at is, is quality. Quality of the sound, the content, the look. Like if it wasn't good, which Teddy Purcell, we were all over the map. Boys, executive. Well, we were exec- just hammered. Yeah, executive <laughs> we decision. Hammered. Wasn't our best. We're going to sit that one up. Uh, it wasn't the we're, first time Carly cut me, so I was used to it. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but Cons, it, it, in this world of, of what you're doing and, and all the shows you have under uh, Action Park Media, and you, 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 if you're doing this, we talked about it, you got to do it right. You got to have, right. you got to sound good. You can't be under the railway. You can't have fucking two people boning in the background. You, it's right. got to sound great because people are sitting in their car and if the fucking quality yeah. or they're they're at the gym and if and, the quality isn't great. And yeah, by the way, the first one you did for us, I listened to it and I text up you. I'm like, yo, we sound better than we actually sound in real life. Like we, we got a chance yeah. here. We sound good. We got good flow. We sound good. You know, and then, you know, you it's quality control. It's yeah. quality control. Yeah. It's got to sound good if it goes out the door. And Shane, that's the thing we talked about with the athletic. The athletic was in the, the quantity business. It's like we're yeah. just going to have hundreds of podcasts, right? We have every podcast here. We could have a thousand pod. I mean, every I get all day long. People hit me up about doing podcasts. But two things: a, if we don't think you can get there, right? Not everybody starts there, but you work your way up to getting to a place where you can monetize it. And, and, and you got to be able to control the quality. You can't just blast it out. You know, it's that's what The Athletic did. There was no quality control at all. It was like, let's just have 500 podcasts. And I'm guessing that's not working out for them, right? No, it's not. And we were talking about, like, and we were talking about cons. Like, at the start, like, you know, obviously, you were just starting Action Park Media at the time as well, right? And and we right. we had no idea what we were going into. I, I think if, you know, b- both of us where we are now, if, if we, if the, timing i guess was different or whatever like you know what you're doing better we now right. know what we do and like it's just like for example bro we did our first one 
And you sat down and you started talking. And I just remember looking at Uppy and being like, is Khan's really talking on our podcast? This is fucking awesome. Yeah. Totally. But we had no idea that, 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 you know, and then before we knew it, you were, you were part of the missing curfew. And we were like, this is great. But at the same time, we're like, we didn't know that was going to happen, you know? Right. It just yeah. kind of happened. Just you can happen. always obviously to edit that, edit that stuff out. Right. So it's like, it started out with me just kind of trying to help you guys along the yeah, way. Of course. But again, it's reps, like you said, right. It's like, it takes, it takes a second. And, and, you know, in the beginning and, and dude, victory was like, you, listen, you fall into one of two categories. You're either light touch yeah, or yeah, heavy yeah. touch. Light touch. Yeah. <laughs> a heavy hitter. I feel like Doug Allen's heavy touch. Not anymore. Not anymore. But for Not anymore. in the beginning, same thing with reps. He was super heavy touch. Now he's light touch. You guys were heavy touch because we knew we had something. So you, you guys are now light touch. Avery, light touch. So you want to be able to find that that happy medium. But sometimes it does, especially when you, it, it's the beginning. So all of our most successful podcasts that we've ever had are first time people that are podcasting. And it, and it does it take like anything else. It ta- it takes. A lot, but everything that you guys do now, you can see it, right? Even when you're on other shows and you're on these other things, it's like, yeah, in 100 episodes, you guys have picked up a lot and you've learned a lot. It's, it's, it's got to be a game changer for you guys, no? Yeah, no, it has. Been. And then before we brought you all, we were talking about that, like at the start where, you know, we had no idea what we were doing. And, and you know, if you go back and listen to those episodes, like they were funny and they were good, but they weren't as as polished as they are now but i used to get ner- i used to get nervous that's why i think the fucking the booze kind of helped mm-hmm. a little bit but i remember like the first couple i'm sitting in there and i'm like i shouldn't feel more nervous than like playing in a fucking playoff game like why right. why, why am i more nervous now about this when i'm sit- literally sitting here with you yeah. my boy <laughs> yeah. and cons who's a professional spe- <laughs> professional yeah. speaker yeah, yeah, right yeah. and i'm like fuck this should be the easiest thing i you know we could yeah. do and the- and but then you and then I remember listening to the first couple and being like, I can't listen to this just because I hate the sound of my own voice or, you know, yeah. now now knowing that there's fucking 10,000 people maybe listening to this, like, what, am I supposed to swear? Is my mom listening to this? Like, yeah. what am I talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that, that happens. That happens, too. Right. Yeah. I and mean, you start in the beginning, you're like, let it fly. And then you're like, wow, people are listening to this. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, you know, who, what, 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 how much am I disclosing here? Right. Yeah. If, um, if only that effect can fall into the loophole. uh <laughs> Mode because I think Khan sat in the studio with us when Loops came in, right? You We're like Khan's. We need you to sit in here. Yeah, and I think that was your yeah, only Loops time was, you came in and sat at the table yeah, with us because we, we're we like, we, we want loops to chill. He and was to hung be, over too. He was <laughs> fucking. I'm like, dude, you, you got to be half cut to come in here. Yeah. You're not giving but a we shit. Couldn't, we we couldn't we couldn't break. Him. We couldn't break oh, him. To, he was coming. We tried to up. break him. He was giving us all the canned answers. We were trying to get the Toronto story out of him. He wasn't having it. Like, Fuck man, we just a bottle of Johnny Blue. We still couldn't get it out. Of how about our first? Um, how about our first in studio guest? So we got Getzlav coming in. So we jump in the Sprinter van. And we come up to APM and we get in the studio. And Cons is like, "Getz, yeah, have a seat right here. Getz, have a seat right here." I'm like, "Yo, Cons, that's my seat, man." Cons <laughs> <laughs> is like, "Gotta give it to the guests. Guys, a star. Guys, give me a hall of favor. Always sitting in your seat." I'm like, "Guys, first ballot, bro. First ballot." <laughs> did you? So, um, did you tell uh, Uppy about the about the jersey? Do we not want to talk about it? No, we can talk about, talk about the jersey. So I've been listening to Victory and, and Cons' new podcast, Kevco. And, you know, right before, you know, what happened with us at APM and Cons and stuff, I had signed a jersey to Cons. To no, I'm it. talking about the Get jersey. <laughs> no, I want to hear this now, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, so I'm listening to Victory the other day, and I text Cons probably two months ago, and I was like, yo, Cons, I'm just wondering, bro, like, 
whatever happened to that 50 fuck, 55 Canucks jersey that I signed, to, you know, to the captain. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, ah, it's at the house, Obes. You know, we'll get you in the we'll get you in the party <laughs> wing. And then I'm listening, I'm listening, I'm listening to Victory, and they're talking about Russell Wilson's jersey, and, and Doug wants to take it down. And Con's like, yeah, you know, you just you don't have enough room. Sometimes, you know, like for example, Shane O'Brien, his jersey's <laughs> it's hanging in my garage. It's hanging in my garage. I'm like, at least it's hung. At least it's hung. Obes texts me. He's like, is it re- is it really in the garage? I said, yeah, but you know, so is Bossy. I mean, right now I got McDavid, Crosby, Get Slap. It takes up one wall. It's just not enough. There's no, there's no real estate. That's a pretty it's good. A perfect, that's a pretty good line. It's, a there. it's the Hall of Fame. But did you wall. tell him? Tell him about the the Get Slap jersey. I text Uppy and I said, uh, <laughs> Captain Collins is wondering if he smoked uh, the the myth wrong. The, the yeah. man, the myth, the legend. I saw it. I saw it. Did he uh, put it with well, an E? Didn't he? Yeah, he put it with an E. And and when we were shooting uh, the show in here, I I. And I hope gets that on such a high level. Like I, I could hear some stickering from crew members. I'm like, what's so funny? I'll go over there immediately. I'm like, what's so funny? They're like, I think your buddy spelt uh, myth wrong. And I immediately blurted out, what did he, he's French Canadian. That's how you spell. I, just, I was like defending. They're like, oh, okay, sorry. We didn't know that. that was, so I was like, yeah, man, that ain't how you spell it anywhere. Yeah, yeah. It's so just, there's just no. Greek mythology. Con's just like, is there a chance that could have happened? I'm like, well, you've only went to grade 11. Yeah, there's probably a chance. That <laughs> <laughs> so it says the man, uh, the man, the mythy. <laughs> the mythy. Did you? Uh, Cons, did you get? Did you get to see any of the love Getsy got near the end of his career? We went to his last game. We we it was amazing, crazy. man. It was amazing. Yeah, just the fact that you know, I, I'm you got to love the guy that plays. Hey, you know, when you're that great, you have the ability to play his whole career. He probably could have went somewhere, you know, but he's done it all, right? I mean, he's got a gold. He's got a gold medal, Stanley Cup champion. Two right? goals, yeah. He's, what what's left to do? Huge, right? so huge cock. The fact. Totally. That's why he's a first baller. Yeah, right he there. swings that thing around the shower too. You're like, heads up there. <laughs> hey, I gotta tell the story. I don't know if I ever told it, but see, we got you here. Remember, we played in uh, in LA with Nashville. We beat the Kings, and we were heading out for for a rookie party. And I'm like, yo, Cons, come down and come down the room and meet the boys. He's like, all right, yeah, fuck all right, for you, I will. So Cons comes down, and this is when Entourage is humming, and he and Cons, he's signing, you know. And Wardo, Joel Wardo on our team, one of my favorite <laughs> oh teammates. My Joel Wardo, you know, g- g- you know, he just kept walking with it on a towel. Goes by cons once. I mean, it's, I mean, it's goes by it <laughs> goes by cons again with no towel. Third time, cons is signing autograph or taking a picture. He's like, "Hey, guy, throw a towel on, would you?" <laughs> I'm like, Wardle, put a fucking towel on. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Come I'm on, like, bro. You did three, three drive-bys. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Telephone you, you, you almost, he almost knocked me over with that. <laughs> you almost <laughs> hit Con's leg. He's like, you guys are a fucking actor here. Give him some room. Jesus like, Christ. And by the way, you're confident, confidently walking through there like that. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was pretty wild. <laughs> and then my, um, my other favorite Con story real quick in the dressing room is following year he comes into Colorado he's shooting a movie up in <laughs> Boulder or something. Oh, yeah. You tell. You tell. You want to tell. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah. You tell. Well, I... I said, so it's a Saturday. It, it just worked out perfect because I was shooting a movie down there. It just worked out perfect. It was a Saturday night game. Obes had a, a sick spot at the Four Seasons, two bedrooms. Um, I had Sunday off. It was like the perfect storm. So I say, I was up in Boulder. I'm like, I'm going to drive down to Denver tonight. I'm going to the game. So I tell Shane, I'm like, just leave a ticket at Will Call. I don't need a plus He's one. He's like, I don't need four tickets or someone to walk <laughs> yeah, me I don't in. got ten. I don't I got ten guys. I need one ticket up in the corner. You know, I'll be all right. 
I'm not no, trying to get in some Hollywood club yeah. with 10 guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I don't want to meet anybody. I don't need anybody there to greet me at the door. Just leave a ticket local under my name. Right. So we go. And then uh, somebody comes and was like, hey, you want to go down? So I, I go into the, the, by the way, beautiful facility. Yeah. I remember thinking like, wow, there's definitely uh, the Coliseum uh, facility <laughs> down here. Um, I, I walk in. It's this beautiful facility. And 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 everything, guys are all sitting there. And Shane like jumps up. And he comes over to me. And he's like, hey, Kev, uh, I don't think Big Sack's going to be a, a fan of the great goose and soda. In the lock. <laughs> I, I, go, I go, I go. We, I we go running out and stash it in the hallway. We were dead last. I go, hey, Con Sackick's not going to love that goose and soda. This ain't national, baby. Fire that thing in the garbage. <laughs> He's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Hey, give me a sip. Give me a sip first. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. And then remember, we had a we had a, an epic uh, party at Shane's spot after. Shane, who is that big dude that stole my blanket? Patrick Bordalo. Is he still in the league? No, fuck. He wasn't in the league much after that. So, <laughs> so Cons is in the spare room. Cons like, hey, bro, I'm going to shut her down, bro. I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah, do your thing. So he goes to the bathroom. Or he goes to the spare room. And Bordalo, for some reason, thinks he's going to go in there. He takes Cons' blanket. Hey, I mean, this is a gigantic man. Yeah. I know, I know. I know. Oh, yeah, a, yeah. oh, yeah, he's a freak. Fucking guy's a monster. I'm sleeping. I look up, and all it's like a shadow, bro. It was like, it was like I don't know. It was like a freaking... I don't even know what. It was like a Sasquatch in there standing <laughs> above my bed. And he's pulling my comforter off. And I'm like... Uh, he's like left you with the kid. sheet. Like, what the fuck? I'm like holding on to the thing. I'm like having a tug of war with this fucking guy. He walked out, he stole my blanket. I'm like freezing cold. It's Denver. I'm wrapped up in a little sheet. This guy. That was, that was, that was a I, fun one. I do, I do believe... It, I still do believe it worked out in your benefit, did it not? I do believe it worked out in your benefit. <laughs> I think she. Oh, really, that one came. That one came back around. That again, one came back. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think. I think he ended up fumbling that. Once you got out of bed, I, I, I think he realized you would have stayed in bed because once you came out, it was game over for him. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I came out like it was game set. I came out. I was like, all right, all right. You want to? I got no blanket. You want to play this game? Who are you talking to? Which which which, which one of these are you talking to? Hey, <laughs> uh, so cons, man. I, we could do this all day with you. We just wanted to have yes. you on and 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 thank you from the bottom of our heart, brother. Yes, Without cons. you, there's not a hundred episodes. Um, I've loved you for a long time. So has Uppy. You're a good man. Thank you for everything, brother. Happy for success at APM. And we just wanted you to know, without you, there's not 100 episodes, fellow. Or there's no hey, missing congratulations. curfew. Yeah, of course, cons. Fucking right. 100 episodes. Good luck, fellas. Keep it, keep it rolling. I'll see you soon. Come on up with a fucking bottle of Johnny one day. Check out the new Let's studio. Let's get this winner. for sure. I'll come watch a game with you. All right, perfect. See you, right, fellas. Thank you, cons. See you, buddy. Updog fella, number 100, <laughs> continues to roll fella, on. You fuck. are opening the second ball of the ruse. We went from Camus National League to duck. a little ducky duck horn. A little duck horn. Eh? And we're on our second cigar. Thanks to Kevin Connolly. Thanks um, to Collins for coming on. Yeah, man. Epic. It was, it was, it hurt me and you to the soul, bro. Like it's, it was nothing personal. It was business. And um, anyways, Connolly, thank you. Like we said, when we had him on, let him go. Wouldn't be, uh, wouldn't be a hundred episodes without him. And another guy where missing curfew wouldn't be without him. This guy may be our fucking hardest free agent, though, this motherfucker. Hardest here, right? free agent to lock in. This guy here. God, did he work? This guy here. I felt I never got worked so much in my life. I played hey, in the NHL for 16 I, years. I thought I should have played a little more hardball. I might have made a few more Redanas like this guy right here. But uh, <laughs> Princey fella, 100 episode, buddy. Uh, thanks for joining us. You got the Calgary Red going, obviously. They're just about to start the Bell of Alberta. Um, thanks for joining us, buddy. 
Fellas, thank you for having me back. I mean, highest paid and hardest working. Let's say that. That is well, true. Yeah, I'm you are give the you hardest that. working. That's most, sure. Well, hey, Maxi too. Maxi most bigger. Yeah, yeah Max is bigger. I just hey, don't know. Let me ask you this. How do you spend so much time on a computer without whacking off the whole time? How many times do you whack off a day? Who says I don't? Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's hard to just you know tune in to watch the news or whatever on your iPad and not just click over to you porn. I, <laughs> I will say you've had some good finds. How you found <laughs> how you found the clip of me doing the interview going into my second year in the show in Northumberland on a local shitty how did you find that? I still I don't want to reveal my secret. Okay, let me rephrase the question. How hard was that to find on, on your scale yeah. of one to ten in Princey World? Yeah, that some of those clips are pretty hard to find. The other one that was hard to find was uh, the Updog's uh, After Hours performance uh, yeah. in Vancouver. That one was pretty hard to find, too. I didn't even know he did After Hours. I don't think yeah. I had 20 years. I didn't even know he did. Yeah, he My did fellow Newfie. Yeah. Scott, Oak. It was Scott Oak. Fuck yeah. And Bob Cole at that game was there. And I talked to him before the game, and we talked all Newfoundland. He talked about my my late grandmother growing up in bell island where we're from the families and it's just it was awesome and then scott oak grabs me and i don't know he's newfie but he's like i'm from newfoundland i live in winnipeg but fuck i'm newfoundland and, I, and i'm just like this is let's have some fun yeah yeah that was great so those are those are great moments yeah, yeah the yeah, towel going hey, i was leaking though you talk about leaking on uh, air that was leaking my only, right now that was my <laughs> only time i was leaking like shane o'brien on air <laughs> That's probably one of the funniest things I've experienced at Missing Curfew is trying to get you guys up to the set at T-Mobile Arena. Oh, I fucking have <laughs> Watching the hike up there. I was having oh, a meltdown. The, the, the biggest sour thing is I looked over at Upshaw and he had a turtleneck on and he wasn't sweating. Oh, I know. <laughs> you know, the Updog looked good. You yeah. Both you, both of you guys look good that time. You guys I, did a great I job. I just had to embrace that at that point. I'm like, I just got to embrace this now. I'm leaking yeah, on Yeah, that's what A-Hall said. Just I'm leaking it. on national television. So, <laughs> Princey, obviously, we, we know how it started with you, right? You know, we, you started the Missing Curfew clips and then you came on the show and but did you ever think that like a mr curfew would be what it was and b what what, what it's turned in for you now right because you know now this is a full-time gig for you yeah oh yeah absolutely guys um there's literally nothing more that i love than doing stuff for missing curfew and um if you ask me that question yeah i i did believe that uh missing curfew was going to get to where it was today obviously we've had lots of help with uh maxi and banger and a hall and myself but when i first came across it that was like just my eyes lit up like slot machines because I was like, oh, my God, you have three of the best characters in the NHL that are retired that are going to tell some amazing stories. And in the back of my mind, it clicked that these guys need my help. So to, to, to answer that question, yes, um, to think where it's gotten me today. Uh, no, not at all, ever. I, I didn't think that this would do anything. I thought that I would just kind of be helping you guys out for fun. And, you know, maybe it might lead to something, but I didn't ever think that it would lead to what it's gotten me today. And uh, I have everything I have today and that's thanks to missing curfew. So I can't thank you guys enough. I mean, you guys are the reason that I walk down the red mile and guys are pointing and telling me to come here. I guys, I don't pay for drinks on the red mile anymore. I don't. So can I leave my two like, and loonies yeah, yeah, at home? Yeah, I was going to say, do you feel like a national leaguer or like, do you I, finally feel I like do. you can just probably whip your cock out and just, it's full I, on. I do, man. There's been a couple moments. Um, where I've been recognized, even guys in the DMs calling me out for not posting enough about them. Our boy, uh, Monty Kid on, on Florida, I did post about it one time, and I think old you might have saw it. He yeah, called yeah. me out in the DMs. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. He's like, 
Yeah. Bonnie yeah. Kid's like, oh, because I'm not getting any fucking love on this. Yeah. I go, it's not me. It's Curfew Prince. Let hey, Princey, let know. me ask you this. And this is uh, this is of late, but I just went mm-hmm. into my DMs. Um, yeah. And uh, there's this there's this little cutie from Philly, right? She's starting to start her own podcast, and she's calling yeah. it she's calling it uh, Top Titty. Right, oh, and she's really? got a big set of natties on her. I can't wait to show Obi. Wow! And anyway, me, she goes, but her, but her Instagram, the 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 message to me is like, hey, I reached out to your missing curfew Instagram first, but oh, now shit. I'll try you. So I'm like, fuck, Princey, Princey's Princey's himself. Princey's eh? getting big old titty shots sent to yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm too worried about getting NHL clips. I don't care about that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what a pro. Jeez, you know this. What I, a pro. I think we hired the right guy. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, it. I'm like, I, unless somebody's requested to come on the podcast or sending me a clip, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> so you've come a long way though, Princey. Yeah. And just as we have, because before, like, There'd be a lot of stuff that, you know, you'd be sorting through and you've done a hell of a job with our, with our social media, but a lot of it, you know, you're like, fuck guys, I just, I hate the way they either chirp you guys or they've, they've yeah. spoke about Obi, like fucking. The fat oh, jokes, the eh, fat jokes. I know that. And, and, uh, the fat so, jokes. So buddy. you've, you've come a long way and that's yeah. good because we all evolve in here. Yeah, I know. And, yeah. And we appreciate you. You know, we had, a, we had a meeting the one time about you sticking up for the boys and, and yeah. obviously we'll, we'll get to scoops here in a little bit, but. You know, and we appreciate you being a team guy, but we were just like, hey, fella, when, you, when you're a National League or you're going to be in this spotlight and doing these things, yeah. me and Uppy were used to it because we played, right? Like, I've been getting chirped my whole career, up dog, a little bit too. Like, so I think you've, you've grown to, like, embrace yeah. it kind of, right? Yeah, it's uh, – I just – you know, I've done social media in the past. I did it for uh, fairly big bars in Calgary, and I've done it for restaurants and stuff like that. So it's nothing new, but you get chirps here and there. But, uh, you know, being the rookie on on missing curfew, I guess I just didn't like guys taking liberties against the superstars. I didn't like it at all. So I didn't like Fuck, guys I've taking never... shots at our stars in the scrum. So I was the guy that came in and shook my gloves at them and said, hey, you want to take a shot at these guys? Come at me. So Fuck but it. I think I took it a little too far and I got called into the office and got a little bit of a PB whack. Don't worry. I, hey, we've been called in the office a lot. Yeah, Ber- Berkey <laughs> called me in my rookie year for spinning my helmet after I fought Brad Winchesterville. So. That's uh, another hard clip to find, yeah. Yeah, I know. I don't know where they buried that one. John man. Stevens called me into his room, too, after uh, the playoffs one year, and he's like, listen, I know you're fired up, but I, I don't need you fighting in game three of this, the conference finals. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? I thought that would be good. He's like, yeah, but we're in their barn, and like you fight, and it's like... Was that when you ran Jordan Stahl at the end of the game? Like you took like a 10-piece. Oh, fuck, did I hit him? Adam but, just ran, and then Bugsy had his, to fight Hatcher behind yeah, the Yeah, his eyes are in the back of his head. I think it was before that. It was before yeah. that because we we didn't have home ice, and it was in game three uh, that I hit him. It was game two that I fought. Anyway, long story. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Tyler, fuck yeah, you just yeah. Like, yeah, you're like coach. I thought you wanted me to get in there, Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. So, Princey, what exactly? So you got this. You got the Flames Nation. You're doing a bunch of others. Like, you got, how many gigs you got? I don't even know all the names. How many gigs you got going right now? Pop? Well, it's missing curfew is always going to be my first love. And no, it's we, know my, that. we know my, that. My, my priority, but um. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I guess, the content manager for Flames Nation, which is basically the number one fan site in Calgary. So um, I just focus on the Flames. I'm able to go to their practices and I'm able to report on them. And I have some radio gigs and some TV gigs. And 
Um, I think if you guys follow my social media, everything you'll see on there, I'm wearing a Mist and Curfew or yeah, wearing yeah, a fellow no, hat. We, so I'm making we, sure that I'm doing that and getting Mist and Curfew out there. I think up, you that. had a good laugh at the the clip where I was chirping the Oiler fans and oh, telling yeah. them to fuck off and stuff like that. I too, also so. got I also got a laugh when you were, I think, crying. You might have been crying. I'm not sure oh, if you were dude, crying at the TV there. I, yeah. And I'm like, I didn't know if you were I mean, rubbing the, one out or crying. I wasn't yeah. sure what you're doing. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, you should have been crying when Marty Jelena got fucking absolutely hosed when he actually scored that game winner. That puck was in. But I mean, I now know. they just got past the first round. They should have fucking swept the. the they should have swept Dallas. Let's be honest. I said Dallas yeah. was going to give them a series. I, I didn't think it would go seven, but I don't think they would have made it that far without that goaltending performance. I think if they would have had yeah. a normal goalie in net, they would have waxed them at five. But that goalie carried them through. But but yes, I love my team. I love my Flames. You guys know that. I've been a Flames fan my entire life, and uh, watching these guys get punted out in the first round and four games and five games. Then you got to talk about it in the off season, this and that. Just to see that happen, just two, just knowing that uh, probably just overcame with emotion, just knowing because we've been I haven't been able to do anything in this goddamn province. We haven't been able to go see our grandparents or do this and do that. And now we have a battle of Alberta. We have the opportunity to go see each other and go crazy and have fun. It was just uh, it was a cool thing to see and something I'll probably remember for the rest of my life. How do we get Cowboys to open up? Yeah, what the fuck? Oh, my God. God, I've I actually no been making calls the last two days. I've been making calls to all my influence, like uh, all my the bar people I know in, in yeah. Alberta. I think it I might open know, up. Man. I like, think the thing's going to open up this if week. If they go to the final, they're going to open that. I think yeah, they're going to have they go, You'll be they surprised. They should open it for Battle of Alberta, though. Those yeah. fucking doors might open up this weekend we get there. I'm going to fucking get a, what is it called? A little, what's it called? <laughs> uh, Break and enter? Bolt no, cutter. Like a, no, but uh, what's it called? Okay, hey, so Princey. <laughs> no, you Jimmy it open with a fucking crowbar. Thanks, Max. Hey, fucking crowbar. Open the fucking Cowboys doors and go right for the JMO. Hey, Princey. Yeah. So because this is our our 100th episode and we're bringing on all the people that have been part of this from day one and and you there soon after. What uh, what stands out to you without giving too much away? You've been on the road with us. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that was going to be my next question. Yeah. <laughs> what, what stands out? Between, you know, the three horsemen um, that we have here and, and right here, mm-hmm. uh, what stands out to you about, you know, your, your first little adventure with us um, <laughs> and just starting a pod and what you could say, like, to our listeners that are out there kind of hearing about Obi and I's adventure into the podcast world, what stands out to you about us? I think, you know, I think the biggest thing with you guys is you, you guys are just yourselves, like. Um, a lot of people ask me that question too. Like, are these guys completely different off, off air and stuff like that? I'm like, no, man. Like they literally sound the same way. Like they talk the same way. They're, <laughs> they they're act the same way. With their fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you're talking about rubbing one out. I mean, we hear that in the group chat. All yeah. The time, I was going to so say, no, not, actually the, they're pretty tame on air. Yeah. The only <laughs> thing hear they, the only off air. we argue more off air. People have, we don't, when we, with the camera, when it yeah. goes action, we just go, Huh, okay. But we argue more off air than people. Yeah, sometimes decisions aren't made with a couple rebuttals, but that, yeah, that's yeah, okay. Yeah. That's part of the business. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, it's just you guys have such an amazing chemistry. And you know, I'm I'm very fortunate that I have a longtime best friend too that I have really good chemistry with too. And you guys just you guys just are you're there for each other, you're there for the, me, you're there for Maxi, and you know, we're always trying to think of each other's best interests and um, it, it's the biggest thing too is you guys just have fun with this too. Like I know you guys just have fun with this, otherwise you wouldn't be doing it. So you guys come have fun. The guests that come on, they love what you guys do. They interact with us on social media. It's awesome to see us out on NHL Network. 
Um, like I said, you you'll we'll have experienced Calgary by the time this comes out, but um, you what you're gonna see in Calgary is is a different experience for for a type of missing curfew fans. These guys are absolute mutants up here. They're gonna love you. <laughs> That's what I said to the other day. I'm like, you want to go to the Battle of the Bird up mixed up with all the mutants up well, I'm there? I'm a mutant. Dude. I'm yeah. from there. Fuck, I, I'm a mutant. Yeah, yeah, you know it. But I'm I'm not you guys, man. And I I can't walk down the Red Mile without getting hand aside. You know. People trying to take a picture of me, trying to like. I had a guy ask for my autograph, and I said, "No, I'm not giving you my autograph, man." I saw you. you. I saw you sign a jersey there, didn't I? Yeah, I did. I signed a jersey there, and you know. So, but yeah, overall, guys, it's just just have fun with it, man. Like you guys have so much fun with this. Like it's a job, but at the end of the day, don't take it too seriously. Have fun with this, and uh, it's taken us to some pretty cool places. And you know, we could we couldn't have done it all with each other. Like the biggest thing is you can't do it without Max and Binger and A Hall and. You need somebody to do the social media, and luckily enough, you got the best one doing it. So that's kind of put where put us where we're at. Hey, does Jerome McGillan know who Mark Prince is yet? No, but Kami does. So that's yeah, 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 I can't wait to see Kami. By the um, way, I got to tell something too. Yeah. Um, the fucking day in Vegas where we had all the boys show up, I have never seen a side of this cat in the camera, Mark Prince. The uh, starstruck fucking. I'm like, hey, Princey, no. you gotta fucking actually, you gotta talk here. You gotta, I know Jack Eichel and Freddie Anderson and fucking, you know, the boys are in the fucking yeah, yeah, room, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're still a fucking member of this team here. You gotta be able to talk like you're fucking lockjaw. Hey, know. who was yeah, the, no, who, who no, was the was one you saw? Who, who was the one you walked in that day the most? You're like, holy fuck, that's. Jackie. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> Jackie. Good answer. We've uh, rubbed off on you a little bit. Good answer, yeah, fella. Yeah, yeah, there answer. you go, fella. Uh, to be perfectly honest, um, like Wilson, <laughs> Wilson was easy to talk to. Uh, Brady actually slapped me on the back while I was changing a shirt, so that was pretty awkward. But the one that was like not like this guy looks like a fucking national leaguer was Jonathan Huberto. Yeah, he came in oh, like yeah. he was wearing this sick bomber jacket. Hair was looking good. He's a big guy. Just yeah, like that was kind of like okay. This this guy, this guy's a national leaguer. This man. guy fucks. He learned under the one of the best, the updog. So, speaking, <laughs> speaking of national leaguers, uh, our fall, fallen boy here. We talked, meet up. We touched on him a little bit. Um, you know, just about you know the impressions he made on on you and, and Al and Binger and Maxie and you guys never really knew him just through zooms and stuff and um, just the impact he had on you for such a short time. But I, I know how much he meant to you and how how you know crushed you were and how much you miss him. Like me yeah. Uh, yeah, probably the, the worst part about it was is me and him just like just started hitting it off really good. Yeah. Like uh, when I first got brought on by you guys, I just talked to, to Oppie for the first couple of weeks and then uh, you guys called me together and then I just got put into a group chat with you two. So I didn't really talk to Jimmy for uh, a little bit. But like I've said in the past, when I first got introduced to him, he texted me by himself right away was so fired up because I'm sure he loved just getting uh, social clips pumped out with <laughs> all of his goals and his fights and <laughs> or the fights that he'd like tried to fight. in. I guess I felt so bad because I would post fights and he never won any of them. <laughs> <laughs> so you never want to fight. I'm like, Oh God, but I got to post it. It's content. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, him and I just, just started hitting it off really good. And something that really brought us close together was uh, our sons being born at the pretty much the same time. Like we both, uh, both had a son and my, my son, Miles was born on May 1st and, um, Mac was born on May the 4th. So, uh, Jimmy was one of the first people to text me at the hospital. And I was one of, tried to be one of the first people to text him and he got back to me right away. And we just started hitting it off from there. And, um, we spent a lot of time in the summer talking about our content out there. And, uh, he was always texting me back being like, man, like, this is unreal what you're doing. And, uh, you know, 
one of the last things he said to me was you're you're going to be a superstar in this league so um i hope that he he sees that from above and sees what i'm doing with this and curfew and all these other things and i hope i hope that he's proud of me so. yeah i know for sure he is and, and, and you know he was right because i told you you know right at the start when we started working with you i said just stay with the fella yeah uh, people are talking about you you're, you're gonna get to where you're going and you know, you, you've seen the side of me that Updog's seen for 20 years, right? You, you, mm-hmm. You've seen the loving side of me, and then you, you saw the little side of the Irish when, side. When, when the side <laughs> fucking snapped. So yeah. uh, I apologize for that. I apologize. <laughs> I, I took me a little bit to uh, – no, I wear my heart on my sleeve, Princey. Yeah. I told you that after. But Princey, uh, but, but Updog's it, been dealing with that for 20 years. So and you, it, you know what he's been going through. Princey, in real life here, like this is we're – we're a hockey podcast, like right? We're, we're a locker mm-hmm. room podcast. Obi and I have had guys like Obi – and you know, and guys like me at the time around us a lot to teach us and and to sometimes be hard on us and sometimes kind of s- set us straight in this in this league in this world that we we've walked in right. So in a lot of ways, that's what we have done with with Max, with Binger, with Ahal, with you, and to each other. That's what it's to each wor- other more than to anybody. each other. Yeah. But that's yeah, the like, world we live in. The stuff in, right? that we've said to each other, if we had said to anybody, that's what we. But yeah, <laughs> but that's what we. That's what we know. Love it or hate it. Yeah, we learned like that. It's a fucking mentality that not everyone has. Not everyone can deal with. You're part of it. You're ingrained in it now. Yeah, I think it's made you stronger. Mm-hmm. You got a beautiful family, beautiful wife, beautiful fucking career set up for yourself. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, this is all in two years. Like who had a COVID in Alberta is coming out of fucking thing with a fucking sea full of, uh, of yeah, Rhett yeah, Warner yeah. and a Gillen jerseys <laughs> behind him. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of people. And I get, uh, I get told all the time, like and even, uh, you know, some of the guys in the industry told me like, you're what you did. You're kind of a trailblazer. And we see people copying you trying to make clips accounts and stuff like that. So it was, uh, going from losing my job in COVID to, you know, only being able to go walk around the neighborhood and talking with my wife being like, what do we do now? And I still remember my wife was like, well, what are you going to do? Like you literally, the, the slate is clean. Like you can do whatever you want now. What do you want to do? And I told her, I said, you're like, whack I don't off. know how I don't know how I'm going to do it. But <laughs> I want to whack gonna, off here. I, <laughs> I got my big screen. I'm Next Wednesday, I'm going to jerk off three times. And then I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, yeah, that's, that's COVID for you. But, <laughs> but Sorry I, I to cut you off at that beautiful moment, but all I can think of is jerking off. You guys always do that. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. You're a pro. Keep going. Keep no, going. no. I, I, just, I just told her, I said, somehow I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm, I'm going to make it in the, the business of hockey. I have no idea how I'm going to do it, what I'm going to do, but I'm going to make it in the business of hockey and uh that was probably in i think april of 2020 and you guys found me in august yeah. of 2020 well so, you're killing yeah. it for us fella and i'll give you the advice that pronger gave me my rookie year as, <laughs> as hard as it is to make it it's even harder to stay so keep doing what you're Agreed. doing brother yeah um without you missing curfew would not be what it was so 100th episode we appreciate you um like up said you know we come out stronger on the other side um we don't take you for granted fella and, and keep going and uh this is gonna come out. This is gonna come out after the playoffs. So hopefully, we get to see you with the fucking. Don't go flowers. Eh? Don't, don't take be, the mug over your head. Fucking don't that fucking one. do that shit. All right. Don't do that shit if they do win. All right, fella. <laughs> I did have a bunch of fans ask me if if the Flames win the cup, are you gonna touch it and put it over your head? I said no. I ain't doing that, man. I am not gonna do that. You can man. touch it. Just don't put it over your head. Don't put it over my head. Don't hoist it. Fuck, well, you go as starstruck as when you see an old Jackie boy when you see the Stanley (laughs) Cup. Um, I mean, I've seen him before, but I wasn't as starstruck when we saw Kami at um, 
waste management because he he came up and you know bear hugged everybody and then call me kind of points at all the people points at max and points at all he's like you want beer 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 okay cool five beers so he walks away and then he comes back and he's got two trays and there's like 35 beers and he just puts them down smacks you on the shoulder and he's like prince are we going i'm like okay i guess we're he going ordered, so, he ordered at least 35 yeah, so prince you've never been in cowboys then in calgary with an nhler because that's the only way you can order drinks because nhlers don't <laughs> like to wait for drinks so you order fucking 40 at a time you put them on the table and then you just have at her yeah exactly so. <laughs> I haven't. All right, Prince. So, Fritzy, we'll thank you, buddy. Thank you, brother. And uh, yeah, thank you, boys. We'll, we'll see you up there in the Battle of Alberta, fella. Will do. Thank you for everything, guys. Right, You're brother. the man. Fella. The 100 episode continues. And we got the boss. A Hall himself. Mr. Albert up, Hall, my man. How the hell are you? Fellas, great to be here. 100 episodes. Unfucking believable. What's unbelievable is you let me smoke a cigar in the studio. <laughs> That's fucking unbelievable. And the most unbelievable thing is you didn't even hesitate. I asked Max, and Max is like, ask a hole. I'm like, can I smoke a hole? You're like, fucking right, you can. Hey, come on. This is your home, baby. Yeah. Let's go. And first of all, thank you, because you you have made this our home right from day one. And, you know, we had Kevin on before, and, and, and we've been buddies with Collins a long time. And, you know, we came to you, and I don't know if shambles is the right word, but... Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. We were we were out of sorts. We were out of sorts. And Uppy, I remember, comes up to me and says, "Hey, and me and you've been boys for a long time, and so has Uppy." And I'm, you know, we used to break it down back for in the day. Sure. You and Joe D. And he said, "Come check out Hall Pass Studios." And you know, we came in here, and you know, your studio, not just your studio, your whole business has a family feel. But what were your thoughts when when you know you saw <laughs> you saw us coming in? You're like, "Holy shit!" Well, shit. I mean, we go back to like I remember one night. What was it? We were watching that fight at Loopholes. Yeah, and, yeah and you and I just broke it down deep and. and post-career and everything and i think i'm gonna go do media and you're like i i, I just said look obes you can do this you just got to get some reps yeah. you know and that was the whole deal and then timing wise i think it was good because we had just finished this right and this was the build out we were working on and then um when it was like hey scotty or or you know how it came about when we were talking it was like you guys need a little help uh <laughs> let's see if we can put this together like make some sense of this whole thing and fuck we're still winging it right yeah, i mean yeah. at the end of the day we're still figuring it out as we go but look it was exciting i mean I, you know me i get fired up on different things if the idea makes sense yeah. it's like let's go you know no one foot in let's go two feet and uh i think i was pumped because i know you guys were good at it once i heard it and and listen i think the first show we kind of did a a trial run or whatever and it was like you guys are pretty damn good like yeah. this can work and so we got fired up and look and then moved in and kind of put the structure behind it. And now you got a squad, you got a team, we got people that are supporting this thing, you know, yeah, 100%. So, so I'll take this back. Maybe this will probably be six months before we came in to do our first podcast here. But so backdrop, Al keeps his fucking sick whaler on my on my dock, right? Yeah, and, that uh, thing was sick. Well, yeah, it's like it's, it, it is a great fishing boat. And I'm not a big fisherman, being the newfie I am, I should be, but... Just fishing um, broads, eh? That's all you're ever yeah. fishing? Was He's was trolling. Yeah, He's always trolling. trolling. Different kind of trolling. Obviously. It was all changing the bait, you know, throwing a different thing at him. Yeah. Um, but no, so Al, one of my first fishing trips out, we went to Catalina, and we're coming back. Doobie here, doobie there, maybe. A little glossy, a couple pints, a couple cold ones. And, and anyway, I'm like, you know, Obi brought me this... You know, Obi's been doing a podcast for a while. He's talked to you about doing media, and he's and he's good at it. And and you know, what am I going to do now post career? It's COVID. We're fishing on every fucking Saturday morning because what else we got to do? And I'm like, you know, I got this idea, and I'm, I remember you remember the story I told you about in Philly. Yeah, 
Yeah. The Black Crows. And I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, I'm fucking sitting backstage in Philly and I'm backstage and Chris Robinson from the Black Crows is, you know, we had these backstage passes and I had this massive joint rolled up to go backstage <laughs> and I wanted to save it in case I was back there. And I, and, and I swear, Electric Factory in Philly, I walk back there and I'm a first year flyer and uh, Chris Robinson and the band from the Black Crows are in their in their dressing room and, and it just is a hot box like in, in the studio right now. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, this is my time. Right. So I come in and I'm like, Hey guys, what's up? And then I'm like, doobie. And they're like, fuck yeah. And I'm like, all right. And they're like, they're rock stars. And they're like, yeah, what, what you? You they're like who are you? And I'm like, I, I'm just fuck. I'm this 25 year old. I just got signed here with the flyers and fucking, yeah, I love your guys's band. In fact, you're one of the first concerts I ever watched with Tom Petty in Nashville when I was 18. No way. And then I'm like, and I just knew you guys would be fucking smoking weed back here, so I brought the doobie <laughs> back. And I'm telling Al this story, and Al's just like, "Fuck, you got a, you got some fucking stories, and you and Obi could kill it." And then I'm like, "Yeah, we got this," and I got this name, Missing Curfew, right? And he's like, "And I stopped in my tracks." Yeah, I, I was see his walking wheel, up. I was his walking wheels up turning the, the gangplank from the boat, and he goes. What do you think? I said, your stories are insane. You know, and I, first of all, Black Crows, I'm like, that's my wife would go nuts. That's her band, right? And so as I'm walking up and he goes, and what do you think about the name Missing Curfew? And I just kind of stopped and I was like, what did you the do man? then? What did you do then? I don't know. You did went I, and bought the URL. Oh, yeah, that day on the he way home. He fucking bought the URL and he's like, just so you know, like I bought the URL for you guys. And I'm like, that's like, he, a, this is how you think a like a business this a is how you think guy, like yeah, a business yeah. guy right yeah, and then, then it started going right and so then, then it started going and then and then obi then you and i like this is now the name this was, was key though this the was probably the name was, the name was, was solid like, rock even when solid. me and up we were starting about thinking about doing it i had an idea in my mind we talked about earlier before we had john like of what what a podcast was going to be and what it's kind of turned into but you know, you guys know more than anyone. I'm not the most creative guy when it comes to names or. You, you don't know. give yourself enough credit, well, but I know you're yeah, But yeah, I was like, yeah. fuck Uppy, we need a name. Yeah. And Updog, missing curfew. I'm like, fuck, that's it. Nailed it. It all starts with, and even like Hall Pass Media. Yeah. It's a great name. Yeah. You need a great name before you. That's the first step. Well, the first step was buying the what's called URL. The URL. <laughs> that's the first step. Well, I remember we were sitting breaking it down one day. I think it was Scotty's birthday or something. I was in. I came by one day doing something on the boat, whatever. And he's in the garage. He's like, "Hey, you want to have a beer?" And I'm, he's like, "It's my birthday." Remember? And he breaks out two lawn chairs, and we just sit in his garage, start talking, and all of a sudden he's like, "You know," and I think we could do these coolers and do the adult leagues. And I was fired up on the adult league concept. I was. I like, still want to do that. I said, I still think I the, still the, want to the do missing that. curfew cup and the beer league like it was like that what to me was like shit we could do that and then the show kind of he started throwing out different ideas and he mentioned con i'm like run with it you know and i remember that but we i think it was your birthday or like anyway it was like a tuesday (laughs) afternoon at two o'clock or something but uh anyways you know look that's how good good ideas and how you know things kind of morph and and materialize and look and then the chemistry is huge you guys are brothers right so it's like look you're gonna have amazing days amazing stories you're gonna motherfuck each other sometimes which that's part of getting better and part of growing and like if you can capture that and still harness it around hockey and the stories and what did i tell you obes when you start breaking i said your your hockey analysis is as good as anybody i've heard i said i right away i'm like oh your 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 gm material right but (laughs) but it was like no one will hire you but your but it was like but you have that in a man i've seen it before with a million shows you get some guys think they're going to be good because they know the game and they can't articulate right 
Whereas you knew the X and O side, Uppy knew the personality, the chemistry, yeah. the camaraderie side. You guys both know the coaching dynamics. It's like, totally. this is gold, man. Yeah, this yeah. is gold. And then over that, you drop in the lifestyle and your travels and your experiences and the golf and the, you know, chasing and the, and the big canyon crew and the whole thing. And it's like, yeah. this is entertaining. You know, yeah. it's definitely entertaining. And, and for Hall Pass, the first thing that, that grabbed me originally was that we knew you forever. But the first day here, like I said, it was like, fuck, this has like a family team feel to it. And like every good team and every good family, like, you know, we came in, we started doing it. Then we brought on the fellow tour, right? And, the, you know, sure. we, we did the fellow tour and, you know, we're trying to do more stuff. And I, I think over the course of 100 episodes and how many we have done here, or, you know, almost two years here now with you, like, we've had good days and bad days, but we come out on the other side, right? Like you, sure. you guys are more like, Always. let's huddle up and talk. And some days I'm like... All right, boys, I'll help and talk. Like I, that's not my that's not my bread and butter. Like I, I I try to work at that, but that's what you brought to the table, right? With with your communication skills and stuff like that, and it, it's helped us take missing curfew from a podcast to I don't I don't know if a lifestyle is the right word or that, that's it's what a I show. Think, it's, yeah. it's a show. I mean, yeah. we got a lifestyle you show. Got, and this is what Al taught me too when I first came into this studio. And this was I think it, it might have been without you, Obes, but. I came in and maybe had lunch and he, I was like, stop by the studio. And I came in and of course, you know, Joe D used to have his office here. And he now, came by, you never left, did And now Pico, <laughs> and I'm like, where the fuck's my office here? What the yeah. fuck? I got to get an office over there, banger, get out of the way, I need that office. And I'm there. like, I'm like, you know, and he, and then and then I got the Al Hall fucking 101, which is why he has a sports educational school that they do at a Hall Pass yeah. Media here. But he broke it down. He's like, this is your brand. Now, how do you... How do you morph, and that was a good word he used earlier, how do you morph all these different little buckets so you guys can capture an audience here, capture uh, merchandise and a movement here, maybe create a league over here, maybe do fucking, who knows, we're going to fly to space with Elon Musk over here. <laughs> like, how, do you, how do you now intertwine everything? Because that's what, that's what businesses do. They, they can scale and they can integrate on different levels. And so seeing that and it's it's evident with hall pass it's evident with the summer league you've created it's evident with the sports business school it's evident with with the young athlete or with the young you know sports minds that come out of your school and go on to work in the nba or the nhl and and so you know the, you've taught us as you you know we didn't go to school no we didn't well, go we, as far we sports were supposed, to, we were to go school to we went to the school yeah. of we went to the school of uh, of basically fucking life in the fast lane yeah, yeah. life yeah. like we went to school of life early like you grew up you fucking you had your team you grew up with your boys you had leaders on your team that led the way you you probably ended up being a lot like the older guys you had on your team um and that's how you learn and when you leave the game you hope that you keep all those relationships and take all the good and the bad that you learn and you come in and hopefully you can have a chance to create something that you enjoy to do right and that's what we're doing but but to to partner you know, with you and for you to open up your doors for yeah, us and your mind and your cool. time and your money uh, to spend the time away from your family it just means a lot to us. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, guys. And likewise, I mean, look, the relationships, we're all relationship guys. We teach everybody that and they're like, what do you? I'm not the brightest bulb in the box, you know. We don't want to be, though. But but you're in the wrong room if you are. You want to be savvy. You don't ever try to be the smartest guy in the room, you know. At least that's never my MO. But, uh, you know, the one thing, it's funny, even guy like Bing or Max, when he first started, he's like, hey, you know, I go, hey, you know what GSD is? And they're like, no. And it's like, get Give, shit done. Get shit done. Right? Yeah. And that's what we're about. And so when you when you start to see it materialize, and then, you know me, my mind, it's like, hey, we 
there might be a partner there or how do we blend that in or how do we blow it up and it's like the Tahoe trip I just go back to that I was just gonna say like me and Uppy sorry to cut you off but me and Uppy like we talk about throughout our career like getting on the roll with the boys having dinner with the boys that's how you build team chemistry and and camaraderie and started with Tahoe then it went in the, but that first trip in Tahoe, that in my opinion, when I felt like, all right, this is a team. Yeah. Right. For this sure. is a team. For sure. We just did something. We pulled it off. We fucking had no help. We maybe had a couple too many cocktails and we all <laughs> got home. We all basically got, home got thrown out in the first yeah. 15 yeah, minutes yeah, getting yeah. there. Like, we weren't even rowdy, but yeah. Yeah. And we had oh, to wear well, our fucking masks at yeah, the stupid but I'm like, crazy. A we're full a fucking, show. We're a team now. We're a team. I mean, we we're, were a team. team. That, and that was kind of coming out of that weekend. It was kind of like, man, we have something here because. You know, I knew if we if we piqued the interest with the NHL a little bit and got there, and then they saw that you guys were legit, you know, it was like, wow, okay, this is something we got a little stir there. I remember Maxie and I on the way home, and, and Jimbo rest rest his soul here. He's like, guys, I think I can box, you know. And he's like, I want to do. He's like, hey, Hall, you got to set up a boxing exhibition for me. Oh, I, miss and I mean, we were just rolling, Max and I, the whole time. Yeah. And, but it was like, when would you do that after? You know, I didn't even really know him, right? But it's like after that weekend, it was like sky's the limit. Anything can happen, right? Yeah. Anything. And then you know, you fast forward with different. You know, the fellow tour was was the legendary. Fellow tour was legendary. Just, just a blast. And I mean, when we went, when we were at the Stadium Series in Nashville, which you you couldn't come to at that time because we'd already been on the road for three weeks, which is <laughs> totally acceptable. The one kid, I believe his name is Matt Luff, plays for the Nashville Predators. He walks by, us, he goes, "Hey, fellow tour," and I was like. Holy fuck ups. Like to me as an ex NHLer, like I was like, that's pretty cool. Like the fellow tour was hard on my body, but oh, yeah. it was it was worth it. Like it, it gave us a dynamic and you know, that's what you do more than anything. I think you're the best that I've ever seen is, you know, when you do live events and when you get on the road and you get starting to talk to people and mix it up and put the set together. And and that's where, you know, moving forward we're gonna continue to do that. But that's in my opinion, changed our changed, changed our trajectory, our trajectory of our whole show, brother. And, and again, it was because it worked, right? Yeah. I mean, it was like, look, this isn't. We're not trying to put a round peg in a square hole here. It's like, you know, it was like when we get there, whether it's the Hard Rock overlooking oh, the Vegas sick. Strip, and you know, and, the, and then the NHL is like, how in the hell did these guys pull that? Dude, off? the fact that the what we pulled off at the All Star <laughs> Game, still, I look back, I'm like, I, I was. I don't know if you guys knew, but I was nervous on the inside. I, oh, we, I, I, we I, knew. We knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I let him have it the night after dinner at, uh, where were we, STK, where I yeah, lit him yeah, up a yeah. little. I'm like, dude, we got NH, eight NHLers. We got to be on fucking point. And then once we got those eight guys in the can, I just went, oh. <laughs> it was stressful. But even that morning, like you show up and it's like the boys are there and, and yeah. you know, Tucker's in there and, and, no, it was and everybody, I mean, we're pulling it together, but that's well, the fun part. Yeah, and, and Obi, like, you know why it works and you know why, you know why we do feel the pressure? Because these, these, these trips are like fucking games. For, these yeah, trips yeah. are like games, I didn't want right? to like bring A-Hall and all the boys there and then no, we but, fuck it up and the but boys But listen, don't... like, you always have the tingle inside of like, fuck. I haven't been I there. Fight this is a new <laughs> game. You can't fight anyone. I can't fucking cross check. If I could have fought someone, I would have. If been I do, right. I, if I do, I'm in the fucking clink. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah exactly. No, but but Obi, you, it's the something I have too. Like I, I suffer from a little bit of like it's like a public speaking thing where I'm like fuck, and then like you get in the midst of it and you kind of trust the fact that I have you and that I have Al and I have yeah, the boys, yeah. and then you're like. Okay, well, even though we don't have everything perfect, nothing is fucking perfect in yeah, this world. No, especially especially in the world of broadcasting. Broadcast. Okay, maybe the fucking TNT fucking guys hey. doing NBA tonight, they have it set up. Perfect. But even those guys are but fucking. Even then, but, I mean, but I mean, it changes by the second of what what it should be, 
and what it is and, and this and that. that's experience too yeah. and that, yeah. that you got to be able to act i mean these guys will tell you when when i'm running summer league i mean i'm locked in i didn't compete at the level you guys did but i competed in life right and still yeah. do and so i mean i i, I it's game day for me too, i can't and, wait know, i'm gonna come out i, I can't train. wait i can't wait to see you at summer league. i'm gonna take that in for a day you're gonna be just buzzing oh just buzzing but i mean imagine i got seventeen thousand five hundred sold out zion live on espn and i got a fucking earthquake oh i know <laughs> right and it's like shut her down and that you know i mean shut it's like wow you know so you have to adapt you got to learn that's just one one instance but i mean, I remember that dude i over was watching the years it's like whether it's you know fucking earthquake yeah, yeah the, earthquake the fucking, middle of the game i, I was i was sitting yeah. in a cdm restaurant here and i was looking and i was with mike comrie and and cody and the fucking the wine yeah the wine thing above the barrows was moving and i'm like I think there's an earthquake going on they're like what and i'm like look at this one it's like this I'm like, i was tits up at home and i remember i was just like my bed was like i got in one the night before and the bed was i'm like what's going on here like yeah but it's crazy but you know you look but again being able to be nimble call some audibles we're yeah omaha you know let's do it mm-hmm. so i'll bring but like okay now you're now you're like you know leading hall pass you're leading this full production of missing curfew like from you're a hockey guy. From, if you were to be able to look, for, if you were able to share anything like from the out, from the inside looking out, like to our listeners about Obi and I just being idiots, is there anything that stands out about like us two fucking hooligans just in this? In this He's world? got us coming. In the, I'll, I'll just the say, poor guy's got us coming both angles. Too. Oh, hey, yeah. I'll just say that I, you spend a lot of time in locker rooms, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. fucking whether it's the talk, whether it's the. You know, don't sweat the small shit, right? I love it. Like, hey, let's go get her done. You know, that kind of thing, which is great. We still think we're in the National League, too. Uh, you know, but look, <laughs> hey, one, one's an coach. athlete, always an athlete, right? You know, I mean, look, there's 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 stuff to good pros and cons to every scenario. Uh, but, I mean, that's, that's the deal. Like, you guys like to be National League, which I love, you know, and the fact that you uh, – you know, it's not just one facet of your life. Like when you go on the road, like hockey, this is what I will say is hockey doesn't define you guys, right? A lot Thank of people, you. hockey defines Thank who you. they are. Yeah. And I knew that before, but not to the extent now, right? You know, and whether it's the first show we do in Vegas live, you know, during the playoffs about a year ago today, right? Something like that. But it's not like, hey, you're walking in, I'm an NHL or a big league. It's like, fuck, we got a show. Let's crush this, you know? Let's, let's step up. But I... I remember walk up and I walk up to President of the Knights because I had somebody working for him and you guys don't know who it is, right? I didn't know. But right away you drop the I'm an NHL or hey, how's business? How's this? How's that? It's like your mm-hmm. relationship guys, right? Yeah. And yeah. that to me, that to me goes a long way that you're not just resting on being an NHL or you're you're a, first of all, you're good people, you're great people. I love you both. And at the same time, you're learning. I don't know everything. Neither do I. But look, we'll, we'll wing this, and at the end of the day, build better relationships along the way. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Fuck you. I remember. I got to share the story in Tahoe, and fucking Al was jumping around the dance floor. Oh, and you fell into the speaker on our first road trip, and he pops up, and I'm right there, and I grab you. I'm like, oh, this is what the team's for. I'll pick you up, yeah, and I look, and you got this fucking cut on the top of your head, and I'm like. Oh, well, yeah. Fuck, where's yeah. the trainer? We need a couple hey. zips here. This guy. <laughs> we oh, gotta, yeah. And by the way, you, you know, that, that trip too, that was our first one. And, yeah. you know, we had Broadway coming out for the first time. And, and, and I remember, you know, we got into the can. Oh, yeah. And then we were there and you let loose. And I said, fuck it, right? Say, oh, yeah. we deserve we got it, it now. We got her in the can. Like, it was, 
if you really think about it, I mean, you're, you've done this. And then we had to negotiate an out for the next day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it, well, the out was the fucking ice is melted. Yeah. So, I yeah, mean, yeah, what yeah. else oh, are we going to do? Yeah. yeah. And we can't wear these masks in here fucking all the time. No. Sorry, these well, masks fortunately, do we found the place next door that we didn't have to wear masks. Remember, that's where we lit it up that night. Yeah, yeah. of course, the, the Nevada yeah. side. Yeah, the Nevada side was awesome. But yeah. it was great. I mean, look, I think think we're on to something. Um I do, you know, and you guys heard me say this too. I mean, the timing was good. This ESPN and Turner thing is, you know, TNT thing is is huge for the league. Um, I've always been a, a hockey guy, like not like I am hoops, but I mean, I've always appreciated, respected the sport. Know a little bit, don't follow it as much, but you know, I love breaking down the the segments we're doing weekly with NHL Network and Jack and all that. I love that because you're getting your perspective um, from missing curfew, but at the same time. Everybody in the hockey world's listening yeah. to you, and it's like they know their shit. Yeah, you know, and it's more reps that 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 show it. And we've built great chemistry with Jackie, and and chemistry to me is everything. And that's and that's a, with Uppy and you know getting in the studio. I love getting in the studio, right? Like you know, you can do it Zoom style. We do it and pull it off. But when you're in the studio with people and you're building chemistry, the show gets better and better. You know, it's huge. It's yeah. huge. You know, and. and you got your characters like your Flowers or your Mac yeah. L, and those guys make they add to it. And I think we'll add a few more. Um, I just say, you know, appreciate you guys including me in the things that you do too. I mean, I thought Getsy's, you know, send off was really special, and I hadn't talked to Getsy in years, yeah. you know. But we we had a minute there because I went talk about Montreal. He was a rookie, I think, when I was up there doing stuff. Got him a deal for so, you know just years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was doing Ovechkin's crap, but uh, you know, it was it was fun. It was like it was just great, and it's nice reconnecting. I mean, the Zegris stuff. Where, you know, we get off in that whole story of Obi getting in the. You know, the yeah. black car and the guy's got him in his phone and shit. I mean, it was like, <laughs> that, was great. that was great. That was great. Classic. So. I'm like, hey, can I get your number, bro? He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, he's like, I got you in my I phone from you. last time. I'm like, we'll keep it in there for this time. Yeah, 4 45 a.m. last time. Drop I'm off. like, yeah, I'm like, dude, what was the last time I texted you? He's like, yeah, 445. I'm like, <laughs> that was classic. But no, I think you guys are killing it, doing a great job. I mean, the team here, yeah. you know, right now it's like, look, busy season. So I'm not involved day to day. But the team, you, as Obi said, you got a team feel and everybody's picked up the slack. And, and you know, hey, now we're now we're ramping up fellow tour again for yeah. the Battle Alberta. I, I'm excited. I think Princey, I mean, this guy's bouncing off the walls right now. He's not going to be able to sleep for the next three days. Yeah, he's yeah, so no. fired up, which is great. You're going to get a real taste of it. Obviously, this is going to come out after the playoffs, but you're going to get a real taste of of what Canada has yeah, to offer. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be epic. You'll, no you'll really and and but I don't even think. You played in Van, but you never experienced. I played it in Calgary for, too, but but not in the playoffs. Like no, I don't think we, and I haven't. Like I haven't experienced what this will be like from a fan perspective. Like I played in the playoffs too, and in St. Louis, like you go to the conference finals. But no, I mean from the outside now looking in. No, my two it's going to be more authentic than the than the. You're going like to see people that have been fucking stuck inside. Right. For now three going years. fucking. We're Bananas. we're one of eight teams to win the Stanley Cup, and two of them are in Alberta. Right. So now there's going to be one of four teams to win the Stanley Cup is coming from Alberta. It's fucking huge. People are going bonkers yeah. up there. Yeah, no, you're going to see people people puking all over. There'll the place. be people thumping on the in the but, bar. But look, I'm not. a sports guy too, right? I love key, on, I love great sports moments, man. And this is one of them, right? I mean, whether it's the Derby, whether it's you know the Derby party, oh Derby, the Derby party, party. Derby party, the Derby party we pulled off out of our ass too. That was that solid. was sick. That was you solid. were working the mic. It was unbelievable. It yeah. was unbelievable. 
unbelievable. That was so. that was a good one, but that's how we roll, boys. Little yeah. toast to that. Yeah. Thank and, you uh, for uh, if I don't say it enough, Ahol, thank you for oh, everything. thank you, my man. Cheers, brother. Absolutely. Thank you Bro. for everything, brother. Love you. Love you too. All past media. Couldn't Rock have done it without you rolling. guys. Here's to another hundred. Fella oh. fella, we're back. <laughs> we got continues. Thank you to A Hall. We have our we got the guy producer behind the guy with the most behind the guy. We got Max Miller here. Max, Max Miller. What a name, by the way. Thanks that, for joining us, buddy. Did you create that name yourself, <laughs> Max Miller? No. You sound like a rapper. Yeah, close to Mac Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Max is better. I think Max is better than Mac. Yeah. So to give you the the, the listeners a little bit of a this is this is the guy that puts up with everything. Everyone, right me yeah. being like maxi i look fat in that shot and he's like oh it's because you're fat <laughs> you know <laughs> like i'm like maxi pull the camera back here maxi do this i would say that i'm probably harder to deal with on a day-to-day best basis than this guy right correct i would have to say that uh, high maintenance yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, um, yeah, yeah you're a star though you know it's, no, it's no. it comes with the territory i deal with stars you gotta accommodate. So we like so to we still think we're stars, Max. You can be honest. We're not. We're not. <laughs> we're not that With the cigar in your mouth, we're not that big of stars. Yeah. Well, that's because we're just we're now half drunk. Yeah. yeah. So Maxie, <laughs> let, let's go back to start because I remember mm-hmm. walking in here with Uppy and, and a Hall and meeting you and I think Jordan we met at that time and you know you were yeah and I just as yeah. you're saying this mm-hmm. what you said before to Al and if if this is going in chronological order with Max after Al. The family atmosphere here at, at Hall Pass. When we first came in to see the studio and to hang out, we sat in the fucking in the war room and you sat there, you had a notepad, you had your computer, you yeah, had yeah, you, a you had a game plan for us. And I was like, Holy fuck, mm-hmm. these guys are on it. And it was when I first saw you um, you know, call you call you quiet when when, when need be, but then when you need when you want to voice your opinion, <laughs> yeah. we hear it loud and clear. He'll voice it. But but you you sat there and you had a game plan of what you thought you could you could bring us, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's years of experience of you with cameras, of you with production, of you with microphones, and and you know from Obi and I, it's 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 a huge fucking thank you because because yeah. we couldn't do this. Shit we, yeah, we don't it. really know. Like- and, and 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 we just. Production is production, man. You're only as good as your producers and your fucking guys who put the microphones in. And yeah, you really are. Yeah. Call us talents, whatever, whatever it is. Behind the scenes, Max, you deliver what what this is. So anyway, thank you. Yeah, yeah no, thank you. I mean, that first meeting and all that stuff. Like you know, I appreciate that, and a lot of that credit goes to Albert. I mean, um, he just he calls him Albert. <laughs> you can call him uh, Albert. Uh, call him Albert. I, I've started calling him a Hall way more since you guys started coming in here. Uh, <laughs> Locker room feel, but him. yeah. Uh, He's, he's, you know, the general, he puts his soldiers in place and, you know, he, he came to me a couple of weeks before you guys came in. Hey, we got these guys. This is what they want to do. Put the pieces together for them. So, so when they come in, you know, we're prepared for, for what we can do with them, you know? So it's just things like that, that I know what to do, but he's the one giving, you know, giving us the guidance of, of putting it together. Um, so that, you know, we all come together and, and make this kind of what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So when we first started, did you think like, what were your first thoughts? Like, you know, obviously you knew me enough, we were buddies, but did you think we'd be sitting here? You know, hundred episodes in, and and do you do you enjoy doing it, or or, or how's it, how's the whole process? I know, like I know you enjoy doing it, but like, what were your thoughts right away? Like when we started kicking it and started doing it every week, and we're like, all right, here we go. This is yeah, something I mean, to be I, part of, or I or love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
first off, I had no idea who you guys were. I was yeah. not a hockey. I mean, I've always enjoyed hockey. Not a hockey fan. Like that watches games. I go to goals games on two dollar beer nights in San Diego, and you know, Gets, you've, yeah, yeah. you've seen what I can do. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so you know, just kind of did some research on you guys. Got a l- little general idea. But then as we started rolling. Um, just had that instant like sports locker room feel. I mean, that's why I work for a sports company is because I came up playing sports and everything under the sun and, you know, knew I wasn't going to make it professionally in anything. So decided the next closest, next thing that's going to get me closest to it is the camera and, and, and being around that stuff. But this is really the first, um, property or, or kind of thing that we've worked on that I've been that close and that intertwined that has that locker room feel. Uh, we've done obviously Albert. A lot of his his uh, a halls, uh, everything's in the uh, in the basketball space, you know. And yeah. um, uh, for me, growing up, basketball and hockey weren't the you know sports I played and did. Um, but it was just the locker room feel and the being around the guys and um, you know being able to cut loose after we got finished and celebrate you know a job well done together where it's uh, it's no holds back like you know you yeah. can, you can feel free to let loose and that's, be yourself. Yeah, and, that's what you know. We just had a hall on, and you know that's what I you know, when we did Tahoe and then we did Vegas and you, you know, nobody works harder than you, man. Like you're, you know, the, the work you put in and all the equipment you have and getting us set up and changing the shot and doing this, like, you know, I probably don't give you enough credit at times. So I apologize for that, but you know, deep down, I, I, but when it's over, you got fucking shit face. And I was like, this guy could play on my team. Cause I don't, I don't want a guy to work his nuts off and then be like done and be like, okay, like, um, no, I just get shit faced. And you did that. And I respect it. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Winner, win or lose. Yeah, but he he was such a booze. pro. He did all his shit, got in yeah. the can, and then boom. I think you've I think you've let me have it once or twice about maybe sending her a little too deep. You know, <laughs> well um, that's just because I said <laughs> that's just that's, that's just how, a guy. That's how we are too. Yeah. That's how we I learned know, from, you from experience. Yeah, I know, and I know, and I, I and I appreciate you guys for that to be able to confront me and not just go to Albert Al and say, hey, you know, you got to call him your boy, whatever, like, you know, that that man to man stuff. I appreciate it, uh, but I think I think. Uh, one of the first, you know, couple times we were on the road together, Obs, I think I came up to you and just like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, you know, I, I went a little too hard last night, whatever. But I was like, I just, I do, I do things at 110% and I just only know one speed and sometimes yeah, yeah. it's to a fault, but most of the time no. it, it works out And better. you know what, Maxi? And it's, you know, we had a conversation, me and you walking over the bridge in Nashville together and, you know, I was probably too hard on you and, you know, we were both fucking, you know, we, we'd watched the game together and mm-hmm. we had a great time and I was hard on you about a, a shot that we had shot that me and Uppy didn't come over and, and take it in. I said to you, ask for help. Mm-hmm. If there's nothing wrong with it, I needed help to get to the NHL. Uppy needed help to get to the NHL. We're there to help you. Not saying you need the help, but I, I think that was a point in me and your relationship and, and Mr. Curfew oh, that sure. it was like, dude, we're here for you in any way you need possible. And, mm-hmm. and I've made tons of mistakes and not that you made a mistake. It's just... You know, and then we went out and got shit faced that night or whatever. Right. That's just, just how it was. And mm-hmm. I've come out of the gates. You could ask Upshaw. No one used to come out of the gates on a fucking road trip hard on me. I would the first night I bury hot. myself. I did it to Princey too in Vegas. I said, Princey, go home, go home. There's three more nights left. But yeah. uh, you know, it, it's been a great, it's been a great ride. And and you know, you work so hard for us, and and you're always back there grinding it out. So we wanted to have you on, and and, and just so everyone, our fans, can know that. You know, me and Uppy sit down there and, and we talk, but without you, there's there's no missing curfew. There's not a, there's not a hundred episodes. There's not the fellow tour. There's not the Vegas trip. There's not Tahoe. So, um, you know, we, and we like that you get pinned, fella. Hey, <laughs> we like that you get pinned. So, hey, um, Max. So, so break down like 
break down a podcast that you're new to the podcast world, but break down mm-hmm. like if someone if someone listening and then this this is all a thank like, like this is all a touchback on on building the pod, but from your from your angle, the podcast world, what what does it mean to you that you finally like you're part of a podcast? What what is the daily like grind? What's the podcast world been to you like in this new venture that we've got going? Well, I think everything that that we kind of do here at Hall Pass and just ex- and, and explain everything that you would actually do, just so our listeners have an understanding yeah. of your of of how much production goes into this. So, go I mean, we've got the audio. Um, the cameras, which you know, is, is taking it to the next next level. I guess is pushing it a little bit further. Everything that I've ever done with with Al has been always got to be video, always got to be video. And I, you know, when you guys came in, I was like, Al, it's a, it's a audio first format. Like, let's not make this more difficult. He's like, no, got to be video, and it can't just be <laughs> one camera. We got to have multiple cameras, yeah, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, just understanding audio and getting the mics right and the cabling and having it clean. And then once you add video, you got to add in lighting and then, you know, making the mics look good with the video instead of just having a headset with a mic or, you know, just the mic there. We got to have the brandings on the, you know, on the mic, um, mic arms and things like that. And, um, then getting cameras and equipment and stuff that, that, that then, up, you know, ups the look for that. And then we've got a switcher that's switching between the cameras. Then you get all into post-production, um, you know, mixing the sound and EQing it and, and editing obviously all the parts that we have to edit. And sometimes I miss things, you know, going back through episodes two, three, four times listening to them before we put them out. Um, but trying to do all that. And then that's just getting the episode done. Once you do that, we're trying to obviously Princey helps out a ton, pulling the clips and getting everything on social, but working in conjunction with him to, to get him the media he needs to get, um, everything up on social and getting it posted on the different platforms from Apple Podcasts to Spotify to YouTube, working with those platforms to try to get organic promotion on there and things like that. We've got a website, we've got e-commerce um, that it's we're doing. Nuts, right? it's, it's, it's like it's when a, someone asks, oh, I want to oh, do a podcast. I'm like, get ready. Yeah, yeah. It's, get right. fucking, it's, get it's, ready. It's really crazy what all, what, it's, yeah. it's crazy. I see you try to handle these emails for uh, for people that are upset with their merchandise that they have the wrong size or the wrong <laughs> yeah. color or something. And I see, like you forwarded to me to ask me to deal with it is after like three weeks I'd be seeing and I was like I just went in and changed the emails to forward straight to me to bypass you smart, but now I'm seeing smart. like three or four emails a day and I'm like yeah. for, for we're e-commerce gonna, we're, gonna, we're, that for fucking, we're, gonna, we're <laughs> gonna straighten that out door yeah. um, let's just say yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, but it's good stuff I mean it, everybody when, as soon as you give them a response though all of our all of the fans and people that are supporting us are phenomenal they're just they're grateful That's, for a response even if they come I'll in I'll tell hot. you that the, the one thing that I've enjoyed about dealing with with that the integration is being able to like, when a fan texts me that, you know, they got the wrong t-shirt or mm-hmm. they, they ordered three hats and they got four or whatever. When I send them an email back within five, five minutes, cause I see it pop up and I look at it and I'm like, and then I go, Hey, you know, this is up dog. Thanks a- immediately. Thanks for your support of missing curfew podcast. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm going to forward this on to my girl, Kristen, mm-hmm. who takes care of this in Edmonton. We're going to make sure it's all set again. Without you guys fucking listening to us, this is nothing. Right. And then and then they're just r- immediately right back. Holy fuck! I don't care. Actually, the shirt it's big, <laughs> but I don't care. I'll just wear it. I'm like, no, no, no. send you the fucking one that fits. Like it's hilarious. But yeah. but that that is the feeling that when I played and when Obi played, when like you come off the ice and some kids like, hey man, like can you sign our shirt or do this? I get that feeling now when like a fan just hears or sees me right back to them and, and they know that like we care about our, you know, we care about our brand and we care about like the fact that they fucking tune into us for an hour a week. 
they're just like, fuck, you guys are all. The first thing they say isn't like, thanks for the response. It's like, you guys are fucking awesome. Right. Me and o, we're awesome because of this. Yeah. We're awesome because you fucking, you, you able, you, Binger, and fucking A Hall have been able to produce this. So yeah, we're stroking everyone off here a little bit. But, yeah. but well, it's, a, team it's a full team. And, and I hope that you guys feel that too when, like, you guys. You know, when when you see our listeners bump up every week, and you see like integration with new brands, and you're like, "Fuck, we're building this together." And I I hope that you guys all feel the fact that you know the all the hard work gets yeah comes back tenfold. Oh, definitely. And I mean, that's why we get to do fellow tours. That's why we get to get out and fucking. The cross. fellow tour almost fucking killed you, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> didn't it? I don't you know how. I, it, yeah, that, that drive home. I I think I told you guys I was like had to pull over in the middle of the desert in Arizona and take a nap. I was like, oh, this is. And then we came in. We, we went. We went Vegas, Scottsdale, then fucking right into Nashville, oh yeah, LA, and then to Nashville. And I, I'm actually, we're walking across the bridge and we're having this con, like a little heart to heart. We're I'm keeping it to Max a little bit. We had a little too much Jaeger already. Yeah, that night. and I'm like, I get it, I get it. The fellow tour fucking almost killed me too. I get it. You know, but um, you're like this up dog. He could just keep yeah, going and going, going but like, hey, this fucking stuff, like it's it's a grind. We, here. we pulled it off though, and I, you know, we just had a hole, and I said, I I felt like you know that made us more of a team too. And um, speaking about our team, our our boy Broadway Jimmy Hayes there, um, you know, I know he made an impression on you. So you know, obviously, what what are your thoughts on him? It was tough loss for all of us, but we're keeping his you know love going. Yeah, I mean, that's that's probably one of the most shocking losses I've ever. Yeah. Um, experience and had to deal with and that tahoe trip was uh was something else and yeah. getting that was i mean i'd been going back and forth with them similar to princey and you know he he you know started texting me just individually questions and talking to him and then we went to tahoe and like you know the, i still didn't really know any of you guys that well then we hadn't really had any yeah you we're know, still we're still getting to know each still other getting to know each other and stuff but I think one of the, either the first night or second night there, we're all a whole team. I mean, there's, you know, girls around the table and everything. And he just sits next to me and me and him probably chatted, shot the shit for two hours, just about life, where we came from, you know, families, everything. Um, and it, and, and after that, it was just like, we were boys and, you know, had no problem hopping on the phone with him, calling him, asking for something. He calling me, asking for things and, um, you know, all, you know, related to the show and working on stuff, but you could just tell he like, he really cared and made all of us and, um, and all you guys, I mean, that was kind of the first sign to me that you really made, um, all of us really feel part of the team. It was no one's more important than another person. Like we're all in this together and it's, a, it was, the, that's what really gave us the locker room feel and noticing the way you guys handled yourselves around, um, different people and in different situations. It was, it was so there's so much respect that, that I, you know, took a lot away from the way you treated everybody from the cab drivers to the, to the people at the restaurants and the, the, um, the people at the hotels and all that stuff, anybody that was working, you guys made sure to say thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody. And, um, you know, didn't look, you guys have never, I've never ever seen you look down or talk down to anybody. Um, which, you know, now that I, you know, when I see people coming up for you for autographs or recognize you and things like that, um, it's, it's, you know, respectable. And it's, it's shown me a lot about you guys and about how to, you know, try to carry myself. Cause even at times when we're at summer league or any big event and I'm buzzing around trying to do a million different things at once, also all, I'll catch myself kind of skipping right past somebody and not saying thank you or whatever. Yeah. Um, and try to take a step back now because if you guys can do it, like no one else should, you know, <laughs> everyone else should be able to, right? Yeah. Like, um, so just little things like that and little life lessons that I took from, from Jimmy and from all you guys that, um, that I've gotten to learn from you guys over the last, uh, last hundred episodes yeah. or so. Were, were you well, surprised to see our antics on the road when you first, when you caught them? Were you like, fuck these idiots? They walk. Oh, I, I, I thought you guys walked right the in. walk. I mean, I, at first, like, you know, 
I didn't. I didn't know how you guys actually acted. I'm like, these are stories, cool, but like, is it? Is this what they actually do? Are they? Is this? Is this embellishment? But no, it was. It was full blown. Like you know, any, and then you guys even send it further than what you guys even say on the show. You guys have to hold back some, which yeah. is which is kind of surprising. Well, you fit right in on our squad, fella, because you know, you, obviously, you're one of the hardest. You're one of the hardest, if not the hardest, worker at Missing Curfew. And then when we did get on the road, you got nice and pinned up for the boys. And um, I joke about you with it, but it's only because I used to do it too. And you know, the up dog as well. So, um, Maxie, thank you for everything you've done here, brother. We would not be sitting here without um, without everything you do for us. Put up with my nonsense. I'm always making, you try to make me look skinnier. I know it's a hard job to do, but you're getting better at it. You're getting better at it. I'm looking skinnier, I think, <laughs> yeah, somehow. Man, so. Good shots, good, good shots. shots. So thank you. It's part of that, continuing to push up, continuing to get better, continuing to make obes look skinnier. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let's finish on that. Cheers, Cheers. Maxie. Thank Cheers. you, brother. Cheers, boys. Cheers, Appreciate you guys uh, giving me the opportunity to sit in here on camera with you guys. Oh, man, my man. Congrats to 100. All right, up, dog. The 100th episode continues here. Um, we've had a great family feel about Hall Pass Media. And without this beautiful lady. The hot, well, bo- we'd probably the hot be, box we'd probably continues, be too, because when she walked in here, she was like, holy shit. <laughs> we'd probably be in jail without her. Right? Yeah, <laughs> we'd yeah. probably, well, or we'd, or we'd have in... the, the tax police. What yeah, do you call it? The tax we'd, be like, we'd have no money. We'd have tax fraud, and we'd be throwing the clink. So Yeah, so so Nadia, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having um, me. This 100th episode, Shane and I, we thought we would thank, and we would shine light on this whole adventure we're going on with Missing Curfew. And we, we, we brought in people that that have helped us along the way that see kind of the daily ins and outs and the, the ups and the downs and the, the fun times, the bad times, but you have, you've been part of this. You are our accountant and yes. thank you very much for this. Um, you know, from Shane and I to hall pass Al, Al actually introduced us to you. And he said, you're not going to be able to do this without Nadia. So thank you. But yeah, would you explain maybe your relationship with Al and then how, how things got started. So if you can take care of Hall Pass Media, we hope that we're just... just this. Oh, well, thank you for having me on as a bookkeeper. I actually started with Joe D'Ambarco and then... Joe D! Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, Joe D. And then Joe D said, you know, to Al, you, you're you going to be good with her. Yeah. So one day Al just decided to stop doing it on his own and have me come in and said, I need your help. And about 10 years now down the road... Yeah. So Al's been amazing. I, I need to thank you more than Uppy probably because Uppy's more hands-on than me. Like he's obviously had a lot more meetings. So thank you because if, if it wasn't for you, I would A, had to deal with him. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, and, and thank and you it's, for that. And, and what it's always key is, is just the CCing, right? The yes, CCing yes. on an email. Yes. And I'm like, let's CC in OBS because <laughs> we need to we, we need to show like, hey, so this is the business and this is – we got to show all that, you know. Yeah. So. So, but it's a communication. It thing, is. It's a communication. Right? You guys do good. Thank you. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What did you think when you saw our Amex bill from, from Vegas? Vegas. <laughs> I said, I want to be there. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. said, I go up. Yeah, I think we might have. Uh, what are these charges from KW? I think, yeah, yeah. I think we might have went a little too hard on the first actual Maybe. road trip. Yeah. We got our Amex bill. I was like, uh-uh. Yeah. I told I you it. we should have got the second mashed potatoes. So a funny story too is Obi. <laughs> We, you know, we were going to watch our, our good friend Ryan Getzloff play his last mm. game. And, and, you know, we knew it was going to be his last game probably a month before in advance. And Shane, we got a lot of good friends in around the Newport Beach neighborhood that Shane was like, so so I think we go ahead and just get this box. You know, we get the sky box and we, we just, you know, we get 15 tickets and we'll just, we'll offer it to whoever wants to come. And 
He's like, I called Nadia. I called Nadia <laughs> and I said, you know, should we do this on the, and, and Nadia's like, well, yeah, that's what you have the business for. Right, you know, right. you can put this on the business yeah, account. Yeah. He's like, so I think we're good. And I'm like, I think this is a great way to spend $8,000. <laughs> I think this is a great way to spend $8,000. I think this off still, but yeah. yeah. So I wanted to run it by Nadia make sure I wasn't, yeah, 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 doing it right. He's like, Nadia said it's, it's a, you know, it's going to be a business expense. And I'm like, fuck, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nadia no. came up to me last week. You're like, uh, can I talk about these three, four charges here? Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, I thought it was on the company account. <laughs> well, it's a pleasure working with you both. And I'm so glad Al gave, you know, let me know about you guys. And I enjoy taking care of you. And Al only brings me good people. Al knows a lot of good people. So yeah. I'm blessed to have you all in my life. So Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We, we would be lost. Yeah, I mean, you. you're stuck with me until... You say no. Yeah, no, 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 no. Listen, no, once you're with us, you're stuck with us. You're like we, you're, we're like go on your shoes. You know, you like, signed the dotted line. I did. Not, that's I did. like uh, you know, some of these guys are harder to, to have keep. Have you been to for- a hockey game? Oh gosh, so long ago. I maybe. know. We, we might have you to need bring, to invite me. We might need to bring you to yeah. a hockey game. I'm, I'm, I don't know if you're ready for the fella tour yet, or what, should we bring Naughty on the fella tour? Or we what? don't go to many hockey games ourselves. Yeah, I, I am know. a lot of fun. I so. know. Do you think you could handle a fella tour though? I, mean, I probably. I don't know. It depends what it's involved. <laughs> <laughs> I would give it my ask best Ma- effort. Yeah, I know, ask yeah. Max. I know. Yeah. 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 Ask Max, Max came out of the gates hot. So ask Max yeah. what's involved. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, well, will you guys be at Summer League this year? Yeah, we're coming out. We're going to do a podcast from Summer sure. League. So that's right when the Stanley Cup will. So this will come out probably a week before Summer League, right when the Stanley Cup finals are over. And then me and Scotty are going to do a podcast from Summer League. We'll do a, a free agent one, and then me and Scotty are going to take probably. Does Al, does Al put you to work at the Summer League? Or no. What? No, actually, you get your free time? Yes. Oh, wow. wow. I just get to be there and support them. Who do you bring to Summer League? Do you get a date? Yes, my girlfriend. Nice. Oh, wow. She's so much fun. So you guys just rock yeah. and roll in yep. Vegas. Yep, yep, yep. I'll see you there. Yeah, well, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm in. Yes, I'm in. I will be there. The sound of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We will be you there. You and your girlfriend? I'm in. Let's, yeah. let's party. Let's party. So. I brought her. I brought her a couple. Yeah. Tequila. Well, you were like yes. you were like Cobble. I was just I, in Cobble last weekend. Those tequilas were flying everywhere. Was it? Flying. I screamed a little bit too much last summer league, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah. For fun. Does Al give yeah. you court sides or? Um, he better. Yeah, he he better give you court he size. Because yeah, you know yeah. what? Without you, he's uh, this isn't Hall Pass Media. This is Hall Pass what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is Hall no, Pass. No, he treats me good. No, That's I good. did. That's it was good. amazing. No, Al treats was, everyone in he, his circle. Good. I know, I know. Yeah. So lucky. So lucky. Well, we well congratulations on your 100th yeah. episode. Thank you so much. That is so good. Thank, Thank you. you for all your hard work. And keep an eye on this guy. With the and Amex. thanks for keeping the tax. Keep an eye on this guy. Keep an eye on this guy with the Amex. Thank you. Absolutely. I'll protect you guys if you're my own. All right, thank you. Thank you. So thank thanks, you so much. Thanks, Nadia. Thank thanks you for, for jumping having in. Me. Thank you so much. Thank we you. Appreciate you. Up dog, the hundredth hundredth episode continues. We're three stogies deep. We're two, three bottles of wine deep. <laughs> three. Uh, thank you to Nadia. Last but not least, I don't even know where this fucking kid came from. I'll tell you what. I showed up one day. And I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? And <laughs> who's um, this Doyer fan? Yeah, and, and I'm like, there's something about this kid that I that I like. And then I when I got to like him, a brother from Port Oakland. Yeah, Oval. I'm like, I know what it is. He's a stoner. <laughs> 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 no, but bigger, um, buddy. Welcome to the hundredth episode. Um, I'm a big fan of yours, fella. Thank I've been you. a big fan of yours from day one. Um, with a hole, I'm like, what's this bigger guy? I don't mind this guy. I don't. So how did this, how did this all unfold for you with Hall Pass and work with Maxi? And, and and did you know that you're going to be with a couple knucklehead hockey players? Did you know what missing curfew even was? Or no. So starting out, one of my uh, one of my friends from my high school, Logan Beerman, used to work at Hall Pass. Is Beerman? Logan Beerman. What a sick laugh. <laughs> That's a great name. Yeah. Fucking beer guy. <laughs> 
he uh, he worked here and he mentioned that they were looking for, Max was looking for help with assistant producing. Um, so I reached out. I came out here, did an interview with Alan Max in this room. Um, I'm pretty sure I, I was stressing out. I didn't know if I was supposed to wear a suit, a coat and tie to the interview. You don't have a suit. I was freaking coat. out. I don't own either. No. No. <laughs> if I can't wear a flannel in here and fucking Boys, these bands, I my, yeah. if I can't wear bands in a flannel, this fucking place isn't for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I was freaking out going in the interview, but it all worked out. And then, I mean, I kind of like Max, I really did not grow up with hockey. I knew yeah. nothing about hockey. I was baseball and soccer were my two sports. And so just doing this podcast and helping out with all the socials and TikToks, like, I've learned so much more from about hockey, and I've been watching hockey every day, basically. Now you're our TikTok guy. Mm-hmm. Fingers been our TikTok guy. I think you and Max are a good, are a good fit, right? Because Maxie's a hard charger, and not that you're not a hard charger. When you came to Vegas, you absolutely killed it for us, bro. The pictures you got, the shots you got, you killed it. But sometimes I'm like, I think Binger's good for the whole, just kind of like, hey, let's take a breather here, boys. I look at Binger, I, I instantly, yeah, I, relax. Yeah. I relax. I'm like, hey, Binger, what's up? He's like, what's up, bro? <laughs> I, I just kind of take a breather. I'm like, stop. I'd like to go get baked with you in the park. I, like, I look at Binger fucking, I don't know, 20 times an episode just to be like, he kind of puts me in my safe zone where I'm like, am I going over over the rails here with, you know? You look I look at Binger and Binger's like, and then, <laughs> he'll start looking at me and I'll start dying laughing yeah, yeah, in yeah. there every time. Oh, if Obi gets going on a story, I look at Binger and I, I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. Yeah, Damn, yeah. I feel good. like Binger, I feel like you're starting to find. You know, credit to Maxi for this, right? Like when you first came here and I, I talked to A Hall about you and I said, you know, talk to me about Binger. And, and you know, you told me that they just hired you. And I think you're starting to really find your, your stride. And do you feel like that? Like you're, yeah. Definitely. I think, I mean, in the beginning, I was stressed just anyone is going to a new job. And I've kind of all the camera stuff I taught kind of just by myself on YouTube before this. And I got to give credit to Max. He's been one of my best teachers I've had with how to set up everything, how to work the cameras, how to do the mics and everything. He's been he's been awesome with that. So I've learned just a bunch throughout the. I think I've been here a year, oh, a little less than a year now. Yeah, and it's been it's been awesome now. And now we got you watching hockey. Fuck your top yeah. titty every week. You're fucking in there with Maxi. You're beating me and Uppy. I'm trying. I'm trying. I mean, if you sign up, you beat me and Uppy usually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, what Binger? What's a little bit about your background? Where'd you yeah, grow yeah, up? Yeah. And then and tell the listeners. Hey, you, you got your full character now. <laughs> and for all the Canadian girls out there, if you want a little surfer dude, I got this. Is the guy oh, for you? Oh my so. god! I, I am single. Could do some damage. Up By the way, can home. we air this before we go to Calgary? You probably are you coming, Paul? You're, you're gonna be all right up there. You're oh yeah. Like, these girls are not gonna see a guy like me. <laughs> Everyone looks like me and Princey in Alberta. <laughs> If it's anything like the Vegas tour, I'm stoked. I'm down. Very so, fun. yeah, just tell us a little bit. You grew up in where? In so I, Santa Monica? Or uh, I grew up a little inland in Pasadena, yeah. home of the Rose Bowl. And I I lived there my whole life. I went to school out in Texas and absolutely hated it. I wanted to transfer. I wanted to do anything else but go to school in Texas. Texas girls were just not your style? Or? They didn't like the surfer, the surfer relaxed no, no, guy. Like, they no. wanted a little bougier. They wanted yeah, yeah, more yeah. dressed up polos and khaki shorts and stuff, and they I was they. never doing that. Like yeah. Ari Gold says it on Entourage, I'm in Texas, can't you smell this cow shit? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was going to class in flip-flops, bathing suit, and T-shirt, and I would just get looked at by every other person on campus. And so second I graduated, I think – I think it was four hours after I graduated. I said bye to my girlfriend at the time and drove straight home 18 hours back to California. I was yeah, done with Texas. Did you get a girlfriend oh, in Texas? Yeah, I had one for a little over you a year. You can't complain about them, though. No, no, no. She no. was from San Diego, so oh, was, yeah, she no, was the best. Yeah. When I think of a California dude, you're a California dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, there's some guys we grew up with, like Stu, who's actually from Illinois, but he was a Cali dude. And, like, I don't yeah. know. When I, when I see Binger, I'm like, that's California. So, so you change your name. 
Legally changed it, yeah. To Banger. Mm-hmm. What was it before? Uh, so my grandfather, who just passed away recently, his name was Merle Henry Banta. And so my original name was Merle, but even my grandfather, my parents, everyone called me Bing since day one. Awesome. And so going into college, I just figured it's way easier to just change everything, social, driver's yeah. license, everything to Bing. So when I first met you, I was dating my ex-girlfriend at the time, the beanie I called her, and she was a big <laughs> friends person. And obviously Bing, like Chandler Bing, mm-hmm. I came with me, I'm like, what's your name? You're like, Bing. I'm like, huh? I go home, I'm like, Bing, you never hear this, this fucking surfer, cool little kid, his name's Bing. She's like, what? I'm like, ah, and it's like, I thought Chandler Bing, but um, Binger suits you, bro. I, hey, he's a Binger. Oh, it's, that's why I kind of, another reason why I changed it was like every day in class in lower school and middle school it would be like, is Merle Henry Banta here? And I would hate that. Yeah, like uh, I would be like, no, my name's Bing. And then I would go through the whole loops of that. Yeah. And so going into college, I was like, I just, I'm Bing. It's, it fits <laughs> yeah. me perfectly way more than Merle. So yeah, yeah. that's great. You, you, and now you'd be announced good on the Jumbotron when you score a fucking hat trick. <laughs> yeah. And scored by number 69, yeah. Bing Banta. How are you, ladies? Slide off those seats. And just for our listeners, we should have said this when Max was on too. So Max commutes from Carlsbad up here, which is an hour and a half. You come from Santa Monica, which is an hour and a half. We all know about the gas prices. We don't need to get into that. But like, you know, me and Uppy come five minutes away. So we appreciate you. You know, you, you told me a funny story. I was like getting annoyed. I'm like, yo, Bing, what's up, bro? I'm like, actually, I told this dime piece accomplishes in Santa Monica this week. I told you this the other day. I'm like, where do you live? She's like, Santa Monica. I'm like, yeah, my boy Binger lives in Santa Monica. She's like, oh, does he like it? I'm like, oh, he's a pretty chill kid. Like, I really like this kid. But one morning, I'm like, how was your weekend, Binger? He's like, oh, pretty good. I was like, I don't know. I woke up Saturday morning. There's a homeless guy taking the shit on my patio. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, but you know, that's just Santa Monica, bro. Like, oh, outside, outside our balcony, we're right on Broadway, and there's probably five to six homeless people yelling every night. I go to bed to hearing just random yells and screams and curses every single night. Right. We're so sheltered down here. I, I, I went up there to the proper hotel where I was telling you, yeah. and I was walking around with my ex and like homeless people yell and screaming. Like I've taken a piss over here and we're like, you know, we're so spoiled in Newport Beach that you forget that. Hey, they're not going to hurt anyone. Mm-mm. They're just going to take a shit on your patio. <laughs> <laughs> all the, all the, all the, I call That's old... why you roll your fucking pants yeah. up. <laughs> That's why you roll your pants Bigger, your style is, uh, it's the second best style here. Updog's yeah, yeah. always got the best style. Yours is second best style. I appreciate that. And I, I mean, Updog's left sock cost more than your whole outfit. So we're... 100%. 100%. <laughs> Where do you get your shit? <laughs> I mean, look at my shoe right now. I got I got an absolute tear in my shoe. No, but you got good style. You get it just all from where? Goodwill. Yeah. I literally, it's all hand-me-down. This was my cousin's. What got, size are you? In, are you a medium? Large? Uh, probably a large. I like Fuck, wearing baggy. I just dumped off a fucking You could have dialed him with fucking oh, head and Sorry, buddy. No, you're good. I, I mean, I, I get hand-me-downs and Goodwill. I had some flannels in there, too. That would probably, a couple good soft tees. But I know they're going to a good place. I, I often the boys at the Goodwill are my boys. I literally bring shit there twice a week. I might stop by there after work today. I went on Harbor here when right. I moved, when I moved out of my place and put all. I just went full up dog on my closet. I go to the guy at, at uh, Salvation Army Coast Base. I go. If there's a if there's a double XL homeless guy walking around here, he's gonna fucking look good. I'm sure there's not many because they're hungry, but if he's gonna be stoked. If there's, if there's one guy at the McDonald's drive-through that takes down the scraps, get him over here because he's gonna be fucking. He's gonna be. He'll have Johnny V head to toe. Common projects, fucking. How are you? Yeah, and most. I mean, most of my Hawaiian shirts that I have, and like the radio one that you've seen me wear, yeah. those are all just from my grandfather's closet. Those are all his old shirts that he used to wear, and so yeah. 
after he passed, I kind of stormed his closet and got a bunch of those Hawaiian old Hawaiians. I like the relic fucking hockey hats that you pull in. Yeah. The California fucking rollerblades. Yeah, blades. Trinidad and Tobago fucking yeah, hockey hats. Yeah, Trinidad like, and Tobago hockey hat. And Hawaiian. Hawaiian I kind of wanted to wear that, actually, but I... You look fucking, good in that. I didn't want to you take could wear, you'd bigger, You could wear what Bigger wears. Yeah. Right. It has a little cool. teal on it, too. A little it turquoise. was a good color. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. color, flat brim. But like, yeah, that surfer hat, you wear it in the ocean, come out, it's still Can again. you surf? Is that a stupid question? Can you surf? I surf every day, basically. Yeah, really? I got my board in my car right now. Wow, you're the, you're the guy. <laughs> fuck, I still got that movie? propane tank for you. <laughs> you. I bought one yesterday. I finally, oh, went, hey, and I finally fuck, went and got one. I got one. two. I don't even need them. You may, now I'll you got take, three. I'll take one. I you got need one? one. I'll okay, take you one. got one. Um, have you ever seen the movie? You're, as, a, as a real surfer dude, you might think this oh, movie's yeah, lame, but Surfer Dude with Matthew McConaughey. It's called Surfer Dude. No, I don't think I've ever heard of that. Fella. Go home tonight. I'm doing that tonight. Smoke, smoke a big bowl. Yeah, oh, yeah. You might want to do a few more push-ups after you watch it because McConaughey <laughs> has his tarp off the whole show. But it's just about this dude that grew up in Malibu that's a pro surfer that goes over to like, uh, where's all the big waves over in Fiji and stuff like that and then comes mm-hmm. back to his boys. Mm-hmm. And and this guy's made millions of dollars and all he has is a board short and weed and it, it's, right up, you need. it's right up your wheelhouse. So, yeah, uh, I'm definitely going to watch that tonight. Listen, we want to have you on. We can do this with you. We got to get you on maybe more. Maybe we should have a stoner segment brought to you by yeah. the gamers. <laughs> <laughs> it's presented by DraftKings. It's called Stoner. Um, <laughs> no, but bigger. Um, I'm a big fan of yours. Updog is. Yeah. Um, listen to Maxi. But I think you're. I think big things ahead, fellow. Keep going. Well, you're a big part of missing curfew. We appreciate all your hard work and, and bright things ahead. I, I really mean that, fellow. I appreciate that. Thank you. You're the man, Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. Fella, big fella, hundred, buddy. That's to a hundy. Um, I'm proud. I'm proud to have done it with you. There's been ups and downs, but fuck it. (laughs) No, listen, over you. Jeez, you did a hell of a job uh, curating this last show, which I think. You know what? I I enjoyed recording it with you. I hope it's as pleasurable as people listening to. <laughs> Listen, it. it wasn't our. It maybe it won't come out as our best. One, no, maybe, but, it, but, but it, was, it was from the heart. When you articulated it and you brought this up, and I thought it was fascinating because a lot of good things come to people when they're doing something they love and doing something that's peaceful to them, and that's that's been swimming to you. Yeah. And when you came in a couple of weeks ago for our hundredth episode, and you said like it came to me while I was swimming, I want to give thanks to all the boys and. You know, Hall Pass Media and cons, and you know, I want to ask, you. I want to ask Kristen Hayes to come on. Um, and, and when you said that, I was like, you know, that's brilliant, and that's why you've you've been a great you know p- partner in this, and you you've helped create the show. You do a great job setting it all up, and uh, you know, it's could have done it without you. Yeah, the rides couldn't been fun. couldn't have done it without you. Don't ever forget that. I wanted to do it with you from day one. You were my guy. Couldn't have done it without you. Broadway Jimmy Scoops. Scoopsy. Best in curfew. happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. 
They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com 